This episode is brought to you by XIQ Notecast. Notecast is a revolutionary app for podcast listeners. With Notecast, you can subscribe and listen to all your favorite podcasts, but you can also save portions of your podcast and automatically get transcripts from them. Try it for free for 60 days, no credit card required. Download Notecast for Android or iOS by going to notecast.app and sign up and use the code TMS for a 60-day free trial. That's notecast.app and enter the code TMS when completing your sign-up. And thanks to ButcherBox for supporting the morning stream. For $20 off your first box and two pounds of free ground beef in every box for the life of your subscription, go to butcherbox.com TMS and enter TMS at checkout. ButcherBox is bringing back 2018's most popular offer for a limited time only. Coming up on TMS, when you know the V8 has gone off. Those cats are huge! Where'd you get that cell phone, bud? These pants don't fit. But the beer does. I'm going to die. But first, let me take a selfie. Take a selfie. (laughs) Making things with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This box contains not one, not two, but nine added teaspoons. This has 14. And this, 18. And shredded wheat, toasted wheat, and raisins, none. You got to find that boogie body. This is the morning stream. It's just what the doctor ordered. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Tuesday, March 12th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi. Good morning. Well, hi. I, I do like how that guitar intro, like, you know, it's all like ramped up. Ah, 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 five hour energy drink, five hour energy drink. Ah. And then it like smooth, like eases in like, ah, okay, now I'm riding the wave. And now at times the- it just right. Like he didn't do that on purpose. He didn't know it was going to work out that way, but it's timed it so perfectly. Perfect. Yeah, it is. It's really good. That well Bo. done, Bo Schwartz. That well Bo's done. a talent, my friend. He is. He's a talented son of a bee. <laughs> uh, hey, well, well, hi, everybody. Let's do Tuesday, everyone. Let's do it. It's a good time to be here. We're happy to be here. Uh, except I'm slightly less happy to be here. Let me explain a little something that's going on here okay. in my right. life. So you had you had uh, the conjunctivitis a couple of years ago. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pink eye. Pink yeah, that eye was bride. that was fun. They used to call me. That was fun. I was making it back then. Pink eye bride. Pink eye bride. Pink bride for short. Pink eye bride. Uh, so you had that, and it was lame, and we all dealt with it together and, and lived with it here on yeah. the show. <laughs> I like I have yes. never uh, since I was a kid. I think I'd never had it. I had it a couple times when I was a kid, but I didn't think I'd really ever have it again. And then a couple days ago, like Sunday afternoon, evening, my eye just starts to kind of ache, kind of hurt a little bit. Nothing crazy, just a little swelling. I thought oh, I probably bumped it or smacked it in the night or who knows what I did. Yesterday got worse and uh, started swelling up and getting all red, like up toward the upper top of the eye, my left eye. And a little blurred vision, not bad, but just a little, you know, like a little like there's a little swelling going on. Okay. And I went, ah, damn it. It's freaking pink eye. I probably held the baby after a poopy or something. You know, I'm thinking all these things. <laughs> and uh, talked to the doctor. Nope. It's uh, viral conjunctivitis, which he says is like having a cold in your eyeball, which he says explains why it's not. So I'm not producing any kind of goop or any kind of, you know, sticky right. morning grossness or any of that. Uh, he says that's abs- definitely a virus. If it was bacterial... A, that would tell you if it was bacterial, if it was all goopy and gross. And mm-hmm. two, if it was bacterial, they'd give you some stuff, some drops that are like uh, antibiotic eye drops, and then in a day or two, you're good. 
But I said, but not for me. He says, no, you got like a cold in your eye. And just like a regular cold, you have to let it ride out. Do you starve an eye with a cold or is that just when your eye has a fever? You, which, which uh, is you uh, starve an eye, you look at a fever, right? <laughs> That's right. So like that. Yeah. Stare at your eye, look at a fever. I don't know which way it is, but um, Johnny fever. I said, how do you get something like this? He says, like you'd get any cold. He just, you know, you may have, uh, it could be transfer like hand, like if I touched a doorknob and then rub my eye or it could be someone coughed near me and wow. I got their little virus in my eye. Uh, I said, what are the chances of it spreading to the other eyes is very low because you would have already done that. If Because when it's viral, you either get one eye or both at the same time sort of thing is more common. Okay. So it's so not. You'd, you'd already have it if, uh, if yeah. that was the case. And it's only as contagious as like a cold. So huh. All right. it's not like your goopy, well. poopy eye that you had. That was pretty, that was gnarly. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. yeah. Well, the fun part is some of the same symptoms, like this full, painful eye feeling. And then. Mm-hmm precisely jack shit i can do about it so mm-hmm. yay for yeah. me yay at least with the, uh, yeah at least with the pink guy get some drops you put them in there you're feeling good after a day yeah it's dumb maybe maybe a couple days but uh boy i yeah. mean i was just talking to kim about how this whole winter season i have somehow avoided all colds and flus well everyone mm-hmm. else has them i haven't gotten any actually you've done pretty good too yeah um yeah and so i feel like you and i've been i don't know blessed during the last couple blessed. of months hashtag Blast. Hashtag blast and make a heart. Wait. Hey, want to know how you can quickly get me to unfollow you? <laughs> <laughs> the fastest way to get an unfollow from Brian. Just say hashtag, hashtag blast. blast. I hate that too. I hate it. Oh yeah. my gosh, I hate it. Anyway, <laughs> I'll never do that. Get- now it's only going to be ironic. In fact, everybody in the chat and everybody listening live or, or later, yeah. send Brian yeah. a little uh, tweet today. Just give him a yeah, little you love. Because uh, I know you're doing it ironically, and then you won't get unfollowed. But if I read it, and I, it feels like, oh, yeah, that's that's intentional. Hashtag blessed. Yeah, you're, we're done. Yeah. We're, we're, I can't be friends with you anymore. Nope, that'll be it. He'll turn his back to you in Vegas if you come see us. That's how it's going to be. That's right. You get no hug. Exactly. You get no vaccine. No, Lieutenant Yar. <laughs> <laughs> he did tell me not. No to, he did tell me not to touch it, so I'm going to try really hard today not to touch it. That's the toughest thing is, hey, don't touch oh. your eye. It is just so bad. I find myself itching my eyebrow above it because it yeah. somehow distracts it from the thing. But you can't really tell on the screen, <laughs> or maybe you can. You see how swollen the left eye is, sort of ish. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's not that bad. He says you don't have a very severe case. He says it's just like a little thing. It's going to irritate you, but it's not a, you know, you're not going to go blind or anything dumb. Uh, so that's good. Hey, uh, how do you know, Brian? How do you know? Mm-hmm. Well, this is an obvious answer, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway. Sure. How do you know if a can of V8 is expired? And this is a sealed can, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh... Yes, an unopened can of V8 okay. uh, tomato right. juice extract, whatever drink it is. Because, I mean, are. if it's the plastic bottle and, and you've opened it and you've drank some and closed it back up and V8 gets mold, like, and it floats on the top. It's really gross, you know, grody, fuzzy mold. It's foul. Um, yeah. But in a can, mm-hmm. I would really, I mean, I guess the first thing I do is look at the expiration date. Because ah. it's going to be acidic. It's going to taste mm-hmm. questionable. Okay. Well, um, we're right here on the same path so far. Yeah. Um, uh, boy. All right. Well, here, I'll show you. I'll give you a yeah, visual. Just, Here's the can. Okay. All we right. We have these little cans. Uh, Kim has a ton of them in storage. I and I love yeah. them. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'll just grab one yeah. once in a while and drink it. Now, I have Great to admit, with vodka. 
Is it? Is it really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Uh, That's to... a Bloody Mary in your hand right there. Just throw a little vodka in there and a little uh, well, uh, Tabasco, and that is your uh, that is your Bloody Mary. I used to, um, when I was younger, when I was mm-hmm. a teenager, because this was the thing I'd do after school, I guess it was junior high, I would mm-hmm. come home and I would fill a cup or glass full of V8, and then I would just dip saltine crackers in it all afternoon. Oh, okay. It was really good. Is that weird? Yeah, I can, That's not weird, yeah, right? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. By the way, when I was in uh, when I was in Vegas, Tina and I decided we were going to go down to Mandalay Bay. Yeah. To go spend some money down there, um, so that I could start getting some room offers for Mandalay Bay for the summer because we're planning on going down there for uh, for my fiftieth. Right. And um, oh. and we want a free room for Pete's sake, of course. So you go down there and you you know you drop a hundred dollars into a slot machine, you play. And you pull out whatever's left after a few minutes, but they get that that money in basically. As, mm-hmm. as long as you're spending, um, it's a coin in count. Uh, and uh, uh, waitress comes over, server comes over. I, I don't know what to call them anymore. Says, uh, "Hey, can I bring you a drink?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'd love a Bloody Mary." She's like, "All right. Um, would you like that extra bloody?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Really? <laughs> what, what does that mean? I've never heard that phrase. She's like, you know, extra. Would you like a spicy? Like, oh, oh okay. okay. That's what extra bloody means. Can I just say spicy? Make it spicy? Because mm. I'd like that better than extra bloody. Yeah. I, and also, I know what she's saying because that spicy. Uh, I buy I buy margarita mix, not margarita mix. Is it margarita mix? No, whatever it is. I don't know what they call it, but it's it's like V8, but spicy, but they use it. you're supposed to use it to mix oh, alcoholic drinks with it. Like Mrs. T's. Mrs. T's Bloody Mary. Yes, yes. I guess yes. it's like that. I buy that sometimes yeah. just to sip on it, and I like the spicy stuff. It's really good. Sure. So what sure. she's saying to you is, do you want it spicy, or no, do you want it more bloody, and that's that's a secrety that's Bloody true. Mary talk for, okay, all right. I get exactly, it. yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> do I... What if I want more vodka and not as spicy? Do I say more Mary? Yeah, oh, a little more, more extra Mary. <laughs> a little more Mary. What well, is the problem? Make a little more Mary. You're all coming too close to saying Bloody Mary three times, which means uh oh yeah, uh, means Candyman will show up it about a thousand times. Yep. Candyman so. or uh, what's that guy that played Candyman? I can't think of his name. Anyway, all right, oh. I found the date by the way. So yes, on the okay, bottom yes. of this thing, <laughs> shit. All right, so you'd think the first thing I do or should do. Mm-hmm. It's just, just you look know, at the date. Look at the date. It's yeah. okay to look. Yeah. And uh and you do that before you open the can too, especially if it's at the bottom. Yeah. And I looked I looked down there, just briefly glanced at it, and I saw the number yeah. 93321. Okay. Oh no, it expired in <laughs> September 33rd, 2021. Well, and so that's kind of where my brain went, and I didn't think it didn't click that 33 is not, you know, we don't have months that not are 33 date. days. Yeah. 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 This isn't Jupiter, for heaven's sakes, or wherever it would have something like that. <laughs> right. So I drank it, and it all felt just a little off to me. Now, not okay. like gross or, or uh, you know, fermented or stale or moldy or any of that. Just mm-hmm. felt a little, a little extra tangy, maybe? Yeah, a little tinny, too, a little can tasty, yeah, you know? okay. That all sort right. of thing. And so later, I checked this can again, and I just verified it. Uh, that's a number that's supposed to be a timestamp. Okay, yeah. Uh, nine thirty three twenty one is not a date. Uh, instead, above that, the expiration is June seventh, twenty fourteen. Oh wow! Almost five year old V eight. That's yeah. that's like V thirteen is mm-hmm. what that is. Yeah, this V eight. Let's put it this way: this V eight was supposed to be drunk and gone 
before Mad Max Fury Road came out in movie theaters. Think of that. Me too. I'm supposed to be drunk and gone before Mad Max. <laughs> so I'm going to put that in the can, and I'm going to throw that whole... We got like a whole 12-pack of this. I feel bad wasting it, but it's no one drank yeah. it. So. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the deal, right? I shouldn't I shouldn't give it to like ho- homeless shelters or anything like no, that. No, okay. definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> homeless shelters don't want your expired food either. <laughs> if you don't want to, if you don't want to drink it, they don't want to drink it either. Okay, is that generally that's a good rule? Generally, that's a right? good rule of thumb. Yeah, don't give anything to uh, Goodwill or homeless shelter that you yourself wouldn't want if you were having to go to a homeless shelter or. <laughs> that's a good rule of thumb. Which is a phrase I hate, so I'll never use it again. Rule of thumb? Yeah, I don't like it. What does it, what does that, it even mean? Uh, what does it even mean? Is that uh, like uh, a length thing, right? Like, uh, you know, well, your 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 knuckle to your tip of your thumb is supposed to be an inch, and that's your rule of thumb kind of thing? Isn't that the... Uh, See, so it says right here, uh, the English phrase rule of thumb refers to a principle with broad application that is intended or is not intended to be strictly accurate or reliable. For every situation, it refers to an easily learned and easily applied procedure or standard based on a practical experience rather than theory. Uh, see the modern etymology. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay, here we go. This so this this is this isn't confirmed, but this is what people think the origin is. It sure. holds that the phrase derives from the maximum width of a stick allowed for wife beating. Under English law. <laughs> okay, yeah, this this uh, <laughs> like like all like all our other dumb phrases we have in the modern era, like yeah. "jip." Oh, that's such a jip. Turns out that's <laughs> offensive. Turns out rule of thumb is about how wide the stick you can use to beat your wife with in English law. Uh, <laughs> like all of these are screwed up. Every idiom we have is jacked. No kidding. Oh, man. the other we day, just, <laughs> should we just wipe the slate of our idioms? And oh god, and what does wipe the slate mean? Wipe it with your wipe's face so you just did it you just did another one and we don't know we don't know if wipe the slate has some weird thing exactly what are you wiping the slate slate with oh Uh, dude idioms are jacked up it's like the other night with corinne and jason jason was we were at dinner and we were talking about man it's hard to say any kind of idioms anymore in public without getting in trouble because sometimes this stuff means stuff you don't know and you just have heard it all your life i said yeah that's really a pain and then on our way out of that taco place jason there's this beautiful indian family from India, not mm-hmm. Native American, okay. just to Eastern, clear that up. Eastern Indian. Yep. Yeah, and they're just the most, the cutest little kids you have ever freaking seen. I wanted to adopt them all, even though their parents were there. I just want to adopt them all and keep them for myself. They were so cute. And they're just laughing and giggling and dancing, and they're swirling around out in the parking lot in their little dresses. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go, oh, that's so freaking cute. And he goes, um, uh, <laughs> Jason goes, they're like whirling dervishes. And then my uh, wife and Corinne at the same time go, don't say that out loud. Don't say whirling dervishes. And then we were all worried that a whirling dervish was some kind of negative comment toward yeah, I don't Indian think that, dancers. I think that one's okay. I, I want to say whirling dervish is just... Uh... It's a Turkish dance, I guess. Right. We looked yeah. it up later in the car. So it's a, it's a Turkish... You know, the Turks that do the spinning dance thing with the, the dresses flowing and creating... Right, yeah. right. And so... So we educated ourselves. We figured it out. Went, oh, it's that Turkish <laughs> thing. But the point remained. It's like you're, anything you say these days, you just feel like, oh, shoot, is that a thing I'm not supposed to say? Yeah, yeah, I know. Anyway. Over over second guessing, second, third, and fourth guessing ourselves. Many guessings. Like that. Many, many guessings. Many, many guessings. I have the best guessings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kim's gone for two days, so that'll be good. 
Yeah, um, that's great. Uh, if she was here, she'd know what to do with expired <laughs> tomato juice, but she would. Yeah, without she, her, she would have looked on there and said, "No, Scott, that that it expired at nine thirty three p.m. Mm-hmm. or probably a.m. because they probably put twenty one thirty three otherwise." Good point. Nine thirty three a.m. on uh, oh, and Nick has Nick has these two days off of work, so he's going to be driving me crazy. Although I do have, I can have him go get lunch for me or something like that, right? <laughs> put the boy to work. Yeah, gonna make to work, him do boy. something. Yeah, quit playing. Put down. That, oh, go ahead. Is Tina oh, back? I was telling Tina, Tina that. Uh, oh yeah, she she got back uh, oh, okay. Friday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was only that. gone for four days, yeah. and the house didn't burn down. Mm. I actually, I actually only gained four te- four tenths of a pound last week, which is crazy for a week where Tina's gone most of the week because she's she's usually my safeguard, like my rock, like like. And it's not even the point that she says, yeah, you shouldn't be eating that. It's the point that that I'm saying to myself, oh, Tina's watching. I shouldn't be eating that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have an Oreo dipped in ice cream for uh, for a snack. But um, now I was telling her that uh, I'm thinking about an unwitch for lunch. I haven't had an unwitch in a while. Wait, what's an unwitch? An unwitch is, uh, 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 what's the guy, what's the... Uh, the so fast you'll freak. Uh, uh, Richard Simmons. Uh, no, no, no. The sandwich place. Why all of a sudden am I not Papa? Not Papa John's. Uh, f- um, Pizza Hut. Jimmy John's. Jimmy Thank John's. Thank you, Jimmy John's. Oh, Holy right. cow! All of a sudden, forgetting the name of that that damn sandwich place. <laughs> um, it's a uh, so you get a sub, but instead of bread, it's wrapped in lettuce. Wrapped in lettuce. Uh-huh. <laughs> And uh, if you get the turkey sandwich and you get no mayo on it, yeah. it's it is zero points. This is a free meal in the world of Weight Watchers. Wow. The W of WW. <laughs> That's a totally free one. No points. Totally free. Like you go, you go turkey unwitch, no mayo. <sighs> mm. Yeah, that sounds all right. My wife yeah. gets that when we go there. I don't think she knows that it's a zero point meal. Yeah. Well. She just if doesn't like bread. Watchers, no oh, really? Yeah. God, I love Jimmy John's bread. I love oh. all bread. I want bread all the time. I want bread now. Like right now, talking to you, I look at your, <laughs> I look at your white head and go, I want some white yeah. bread now. <laughs> that's what that's what looking at my head does to you. It's like, <laughs> wow, looking at Brian, I want a sub sandwich. Exactly. She'll do. So she's like she's the one. If you go to In and Out, she'll get the. Not animal style. What's it called? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, pro, no, uh, protein. Protein style, uh, I think. Yeah. Protein style or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, there are a few places in town that make that for her, just for her, because there's nothing on that. Nice. They don't even have a secret menu. She just does it. So she's yeah. always that way, but not me, dude. I got to have my bread. I love bread, but yeah, it's it's not. Uh, Give me my it's bread. Not, it's not. It can't do it. The uh, um, Red Robin will do, you know, if you ask if your burger topless, they mm. just won't bring a top bun on there. You'll still get the bottom bun, mm-hmm. and you just eat it with a knife and fork. Do you remember that time I told you about how bad my service was at Red Robin? The same thing yeah. happened with the delivery. I meant to, meant to bring this up. So they, so I had that one, I had that meeting about a wedding there one night, and they were mm-hmm. like two hours before we got our order or something crazy mm-hmm. after we were seated. Uh, bunch of people had quit or something in mass oh yes right 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 yes i do remember this yeah yes. and it's kind of sucked but i was like ah it's still red robin i love that, that burger was the, that was the uh the day that kim uh tried to to pawn nick off to start working at red robin yes that was it nice job yes. nice memory there i forgot all about that so that was a thing and then whatever we forgot about it. we haven't been since but then the other night or i guess a couple weeks ago kim was like we should we have a doordash uh bonus 12 bucks or something we should use uh-huh. it I said, well, what's doing free right now? She goes, oh, free delivery from Red Robin. I said, well, let's try them again. Hmm. Took him like 
two and a half hours longer than they were supposed to. We had this like constant conversation, text conversation with the driver. Jeez. Oh no! She's like, "I'm just sitting here waiting. Sorry, guys, I'm hurrying as fast." It's not, you know, obviously it's not her fault. Yeah, and, uh, but she was waiting at, at the restaurant for the food for mm-hmm. that long. Yeah, it was bad, and not just for us, for a bunch of people that did Red Robin, I guess, because it was a free delivery night for Red Robin. So wow. there was a bunch of people doing it, and they're just ne- they just don't seem prepared. They don't know what they're doing over there. Freaking yeah. Red Robin should stand for uh, we don't know what we're doing. That's what it should stand for. Yeah. <laughs> Just change your restaurant name. We don't know what we're doing. Try our freaking Hawaiian burger. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. finally got there, and it was fine. <laughs> uh, quick update on the uh, stuff going on in Vegas. Uh, we're still waiting for final confirmation on the Saturday night shenanigans, but uh, there is one important note here. If you want to make sure to get your room locked in for the block rate that we uh, got at the plaza, and if the Saturday thing works out, you're going to really be glad you got the plaza. Let's just say oh that. yeah, 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 for sure. We can say that, yes. right? That's not a spoiler. Or we can definitely say that. I mean, it's it should be no surprise. Our goal is to try and get the big Saturday night event happening at the Plaza. We're actually talking to them about getting space at the Plaza to do our big Saturday night get together, big shindig, our live uh, TMS and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that's where Brian will do his White Tiger uh, show. Very excited about it. It's going to be great. White Tiger, yeah, Toy like a tiger. <laughs> So that'll be good. Don't get your face bitten off. Right. But anyway, that's happening. Uh, you got to get these rooms before March 26th uh, to lock in the the, the deal. So mm-hmm. if you haven't done that yet, get on that. I know a bunch of people have bought tickets that have not done that part yet. Get on that. Uh, there are some people who bought uh, uh, rooms but haven't got your tickets yet. Go do that. Tickets yet. Yep. So just get yourselves get your all tickets. squared away over at VivaTMSVegas.com. And there's info about the hotel rate and who you got to call and what you got to do there. Yep. Um, and... Uh, um the over pants uh we are we have our eight teams kind of locked in i I need to start organizing the teams and figuring out the uh the the yule method Mm. method yule method Mm -hmm. is that what it is for for seating teams you got me like basically getting the um uh getting the teams all evened up and stuff sure uh so i'll be doing that and um and letting people know their teams so right now if you do want to sign up it's wait list or or um I guess waitlist is the right word, or uh, um, alternates, subs, that sort of thing. Oh, so right. yeah, because we're going to want a few of those. You know, people are yes, just willing to sure. pop in if uh, if someone can't come or right. whatever. Somebody might drop out and be like, "Ah, I can't make it," or uh, "Oh, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling the Overwatch tonight. Mm-hmm. Need a sub." <laughs> then we'll, someone drinks then we'll a, a can of expired V8 juice and is stuck right, in the hotel exactly. room. It's sure. Vegas. Anything like that can happen. Sure. I uh, actually changed my flight i was coming in thursday and i was going to arrive about an hour before overpants yeah decided maybe that's cutting things a little too close ah. so uh, uh changed my flight i'm coming in a day early i'm coming in wednesday now gosh it's almost like brian loves vegas and doesn't mind tacking on additional days to his vegas <laughs> well I, I don't know. I'd be more excited about it if I didn't just go a week ago. Right. <laughs> like right now, right now I'm in that mode of like, yeah, I don't need to go to Vegas for a while. You're still but, recouping, uh, sure, sure. I'm still recouping. But the the but, focus of this event is going to be so much different than your average trip different there. Different than this last weekend. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's all about so. you guys. So so get out there, get your arse there, and uh, be a part of that Overwatch tournament if you haven't already decided to be a part of it. Since we've locked in those teams, you can still be an alternate. Uh, like Brian said, so uh, check it out, VivaTMSVegas.com. And for those who are like overpants, what the hell is that? It, that's exactly what it is. It's a mini, very casual, good time uh, Overwatch tournament we're holding 
at the uh, the Luxor Esports HyperX Esports Arena, and it's going to be rad. So show up, and we're going to stream it, by the way, which is very exciting. It is going to be streamed. And like, we're still, it'll look professional. Still figuring out the details about streaming anything else, but uh, that we know is yeah. going to be streamed. That will be streamed at frogpants.tv, where you're watching us live right now. All right, time to talk about Butcher Box. Oh, I love Butcher Box. Butcher Box is great. Choose from curated boxes, including a mix of high-quality beef, chicken, and pork, or customize your own box. This is how it works, guys. Meat is frozen at the peak of freshness in individually vacuum-packed, biodegradable packaging. It's good for the environment. Each box is shipped with a carefully calculated amount of dry ice to ensure it remains frozen and uh, that means even after it reaches your doorstep and all the meat is delivered right to you doorstep uh, right to your doorstep rather for free that's right free shipping uh, butcher box delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef uh, free-range organic chicken and heritage bread pork this sounds so good cook with uh, peace of mind knowing you are eating healthy high-quality meat mm, also very important this month, ButcherBox is offering a finely ground beef or finely ground beef that is clean and, and delicious. The beef consists of trimmings from the sirloin and chuck, which makes it extremely versatile. It cooks fast, so it is perfect for quick weeknight dinners. Mmm, so convenient, so good. Choose your delivery frequency. That's the other thing I like. And ButcherBox, excuse me, meats come from humanely raised animals that never are fed antibiotics, hormones, or fatty fillers. I love them. I still have some in the freezer, some bacon when I want it, how I want it. It's freaking fantastic. Here's what I want you guys to do to get the best of quality selection and convenience. Do this for $20 off your first box of two pounds. Sorry, for your first box and the two pounds. Let's keep that straight. $20 off the first box. And then separately from that, two pounds of free ground beef in every box for the life of your subscription. That's right. You subscribe now. Ten years from now, you're still getting the free ground beef. Here's how you do it. Go to butcherbox.com slash TMS and enter TMS at checkout. Go now. Limited time offer. That's $20 off your first box and two pounds of free ground beef in every box for the life of your sub by going to butcherbox.com slash TMS and enter the TMS code at checkout. Okay. I think that's it for your Tuesday preparations. Let's dive into the uh, deal that we call the news. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. Hey, it's the news brought to you by. In the summer of 1981, a rather plain gaming cabinet crept into the arcades of Portland, Oregon, almost undetected. The cabinet is described as having no logos or artwork other than the teal words on the lighted marquee that read, Polybius. (laughs) It was your basic arcade game, that is, until you reached level 10. Once you reached the 10th level, various subliminal subliminal messages buried deep within the game's coding began to reveal themselves to the game's player. Reports of people having migraines, loss of time, nosebleeds, night terrors, and even suicidal thoughts made their way through the whispers of the arcades. There was only one common link between these reports. They have all played Polybius. 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 Just before news broke of the game, every Polybius cabinet disappeared. Seemingly, overnight, they vanished. No explanation. It was as if they never existed. Diabolus Ex Machina is a horror short film which intends to show what would happen if one of those machines showed up now. Go to Indiegogo and search for Diabolus Ex Machina and help us get this story told. That's D-I-A-B-O-L-U-S 
Ex Machina at uh, Indiegogo. Sounds like a Black Mirror episode, doesn't it? It does. Totally does. Yeah. I like this idea. Starring uh, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. There you go. Sure. <laughs> why, why not? That's fine. Why not? That's a good one. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Nobody cares. I don't care. Uh, first story. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, we yeah. know. We know that's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, we just like to mix up our character actors. By the way, yeah, drinking. Yeah, my drink of choice today. Yeah, what do you got there? Is the gift of the Valenwood Gayusa. Oh, I want to show the color there. Very nice. It's the, it's the green tea. Yeah. The. Uh, it's a nice Gayusa. The why mm-hmm. I said Gayusa. The Gayusa that's got uh, as much caffeine as a cup of coffee. Nice. It's delicious. It looks rich and uh, powerful. It's rich and powerful. Yes. Smooth and convincing. <laughs> yeah. It looks smooth and convincing. Uh, all right. A story all right, that got so bumped. Go from, a story from yesterday that got bumped forward. We're going to read it today. Um, this will be of interest to you since you have a cat. I have a cat. We all have cats. Mm-hmm. Cats have actually grown larger over time, unlike dogs and other domesticated species. Uh, that doesn't mean your cat is bigger than it used to be. It means that cats in general have gotten bigger. And I would just say from whatever limited perspective I have on, you know, cat evolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like every cat I've had since I was a kid has gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. Like every, seems like every single cat, we'd never end up with a small cat. It always is a little bigger than the last one, a little bigger than the last one. doesn't matter what brand or breed or whatever we get. And there's no brand of cats. It's only breeds. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Johnson and Johnson brand of cats. What brand uh, of cat do you have? Oh, I've got uh, one of the new brands. <laughs> Nabisco cat. He's fantastic. Not on the market yet. No. Uh, so apparently they've been getting bigger. During the Viking Age, domestic cats were popular among uh, popular companions, prized for their pest control abilities. So you'd take it on the ship with you or whatever. And in the dark turn of events, their pelts. Uh, so they would, if things went bad, you'd you'd kill the cat and then skin it. Jeez, uh, wouldn't get much fur from a <laughs> yeah. like look at uh Joe the Viking over there, man, with his his little tiny pelts. Joe the Viking. <laughs> Joe the cat viking. <laughs> I wonder if they're okay, you know the old phrase? Here's another idiom that might be something, I don't know. But uh the there's yeah. mul- there's more, more than, than one way, way to, to skin, skin a cat. cat. Yeah. Wonder yeah. if it came from yeah. that time. Because I didn't Might know have. people were skinning cats. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Are, are there really more than? Is there really more than one way to skin a cat? I don't know. <laughs> Feels like it's something you could only do one way. Well, <laughs> let's think about it. I mean, it's kind of awful, but let's think. If you you could do it with a knife, you could do well, it. Well, okay. I mean, more than one tool you can use to skin a cat. This this feels like horrible. Well, no, you're right though. Discussion for a cat. But you're talking about there. just the removal of skin from a cat. Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, then you're it's just a matter a of what tool you're still skinning the cat. Yeah. Oh, people are saying uh, from the front or from the back. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, then you could say, well, there's more than one way to drink this water bottle. Poke a hole in the bottom. <laughs> right, exactly, yes. Yeah, that phrase is dumb then, because that's true of every yeah. single object in the planet. Yeah. Front from back, back to front. And how, come, and how come PETA hasn't freaked out about that one, right? Yeah. Like, remember when there's... Uh, they were trying to change the phrases like feed a feed a fed horse instead of beating a dead horse. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe they have. Let's see if uh, PETA and skin a cat. Oh, yeah. There's searches for this. Okay. Animal friendly. <laughs> there's, oh, only, they did, there's only one way. There says there's more than one way to pet a cat. Oh, of course. Yes. There's more than one way to pet a cat. <laughs> Yeah, because they had beating a dead horse. They had uh, uh, 
Uh, Kill uh, what? Two feed feed two birds with one scone. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was one of them. <laughs> well, that's only good until they find out the scones bloat the birds and they all die from bloat. Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, use it while you can, everybody. Uh, anyway, your, right, your cat has gotten bigger, and that's what's crazy. According to the Danish Journal of Archaeology uh, and a study of domesticated felines' growth over time, uh, most animals tend to shrink as they become domesticated. The average dog, for example, is around 25% smaller than its wild relative, a gray wolf. Uh, Julie Bitz Thorsen of the Arctic University of Norway and Anne Brigitte Gottfriedsen of the University of Copenhagen. <laughs> they all sound like Vikings. It's pretty cool. Bridget Gottfriedsen <laughs> sounds like a. Uh, it feels like a uh, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, totally. <laughs> Gottfriedsen. Gottfriedsen. That means that guy's name is Godfred. I mean, she's got Fred's son. Oh, that's and that works because Fred Fred is a dude in that. Yeah, thing. Fred. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's got Fred's son. Guy's a real jerk. Uh, <laughs> that that Fred. I like that show a lot. Are they coming back? I guess they are. Yeah, of course. All right. I like it Hold a lot. On. It's really good. Anyway, so the reason for this increase and remains unclear. Uh, let's see. I'm going to skip ahead here to this part where it says uh, to assess the differences between ancient cats and those of today. Blitz Thorson, uh, then an undergraduate of the University of Copenhagen, where you can smoke pot all day. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. It's Copenhagen, right? Don't they- uh, Amsterdam is is where uh, uh, where you're supposed to be able to smoke it. Netherlands and where's the where's the 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 free hookers or whatever it is not free hookers though. that's uh that's the red light district of Amsterdam Amsterdam okay yes. all right and that's literally red lights all down that district right Copenhagen is Denmark okay but I always hear that when you go down that red light district it's really le- mm-hmm. red lights like everything's yeah yeah, yeah. The red oh light. yeah yeah like yeah, all the rooms basically I mean that's how you know it's like uh, it's like a taxi having the light turned on on the top of their car. It's, oh, you're available. Great. Yeah, that would freak me out, I think. Just seeing it would freak me out. Why is my watch buzzing for no reason? There's no notification. <laughs> well, that's really weird. Oh, because I didn't have my code in. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, put in your code. Yeah, unlock your uh, watch, Scott. That's good stuff. All right. Uh, anyway, your cat's getting fat is yeah. the point. Cats getting cats are getting larger. Leo's getting larger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very little you can do about it. That's right. Martin Scarelli in the news. Oh, you love that guy, don't you? He's like your favorite. Uh, he is my yeah. It, it, basically, if I were a superhero, he would be the first supervillain I'd go after. <laughs> yeah, it seems like he'd be pretty good. I'll get your Scarelli. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing with him is he's he's kind of terrible at being a bad guy. He keeps screwing up and gets thrown in prison. Guy, but you look at the guy and you just want to punch him. Oh, I know. And that smug little beady-eyed little face. He's a turd. He's a man turd is. is what he is. Exactly. Yes. Well, this man turd is in trouble again. And you'd say, wait, mm. how is he in trouble? He's in prison. Well, let me tell you. He's suspected of using a cell phone to run his company from inside the prison. Nice job. <laughs> which is still losing millions, by the way, which is the funny part. Uh, the, where does he? Uh, where does he keep that phone? I'd like to know. Contraband up his bum bum. Yeah, nice. Um, federal authorities said Friday they are investigating claims that Martin Scarelli has been running his pharmaceutical company from behind bars using a contraband smartphone. Uh, the U.S. Bureau of Prisons told you the Associated Press it has opened an inquiry as to whether the man nicknamed the Pharma Bro 
<laughs> violated. You know what this article does say, though? That's what we're nicknaming him, but in prison, he's hanging out yeah. with guys like people named Big Nick and right, Dirty right, Harry right. and all that. His name is <laughs> Asshole in prison. Not kidding. Right. That's straight up the oh, truth. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? In his little group that he runs with, they just call him A-Hole. <laughs> oh, that's what he's called outside of prison as well. So perfect. Now, that's for one of two reasons, and I won't get into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be both of two reasons. It could be. Why can't it be both? It could be both. <laughs> it could be both. <laughs> he is serving a... <laughs> Farm of bread. <laughs> he's serving a seven-year sentence currently for securities fraud at the Federal Correction Institution at Fort Dix, New Jersey. This is a low-security prison complex about 40 miles or 65 kilometers from Philadelphia. I don't know why they had to throw the metric in there, but whatever. <laughs> that is weird, yeah. Yeah. Hey, HuffPo. That's fine, I guess. I'm just really pushing for metric. Um, he was found guilty of lying to investors in a two or in two failed hedge funds that cheated them out of millions. Wall Street Journal uh, reported this week that he'd been using a cell phone to call the shots at his drug company, Phoenix, Phoenixus, Phoenixus, Phoenixus. AG. Is that the name of that company? Phoenixus? Uh, I'm wearing where, where I'm looking for. Fourth where paragraph. Da- fourth paragraph. Oh, Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenixus. Phoenixus? Phoenixus? It's a terrible Phoenixus. That's a t- It's a dumb name. I can't imagine pronouncing, even if you're putting a syllable after it, I can't imagine not pronouncing Phoenix as Phoenix. Yeah, I don't like it. Nope. Phoenixus. Yeah. <laughs> he probably thinks it makes him seem cooler than he is. Uh, he's been posting regularly to social media and even firing the chief executive officer a couple of weeks ago, again, from his freaking prison sneaky phone. Uh, his uh, attorney declined to comment. Uh, like all correctional agencies, the BOP continues to tackle the problem of contraband being introduced into our facilities, including contraband cell phones. Uh, it seems like this would be easy to do. Just go find the cell phone, get it, and destroy it. What's the problem? Go get it. Mm-hmm. Right. The investigation. The investigation is... Mr. Screlly, get out of bed. We think you have a cell phone. We're going to toss the room and then look all, and we're going to check your butthole. Look at you. Toss the room. Yeah. Somebody's, uh, somebody watched uh, season three of Orange is the New Black. <laughs> I just remember that was a thing on, uh, yeah, I guess Shawshank. Or... Shawshank, he was always getting tossed. Shawshank, yeah. yeah. You know, they'd go in there and throw everything around except for that, except for that poster. Mm-hmm. Gotta get that poster. You or Oz. Dumbasses. Yeah. Anyway. He's probably in trouble again. I don't know if it'll extend his sentence, but uh, he sucks in every possible mm-hmm. way. I hate that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Douche. Uh, Pharma douche. douche. Pharma douche. Yeah, forget about Pharma bro. He's right. not really Pharma much douche. of a... He's not even much of a bro. Like, you could no. see him hanging around another group of stereotypic bros, and they could kick mm-hmm. the crap out of him. Totally. Oh, yeah. He's the bro that the other bros talk about when he's not there. Yeah. When he's not there at the microbrewery enjoying the latest raspberry sour ale. Hey, you guys, you want to go out and get some hookers? He's that kind of guy. <laughs> Just an annoying... I'll buy. I'll buy. Yeah, I'll buy. I'll pay for it. He's like a chirpy little bird in the background. You're like, guys, oh my gosh, can we leave him somewhere? Kim disappears for a couple days, mm. and you've already brought up hookers twice on the show. I think it means something. <laughs> I think I might be soliciting some... Doth protest. <laughs> Scott, doth protest. Too much about hookers. I'm going to solicit my first... Uh, sex worker. <laughs> it's going to be like the deuce, Scott. That's what it's going to be like. <laughs> that, oh, this is gateway to the deuce lifestyle? Gateway to the deuce lifestyle. Ooh, I watched that series. I don't know if I want that. I know. I'm about to start because uh, I just finished Punisher Season 3, which I will talk about on um, 
Recommendals tomorrow, even though it is not my prime. Rec- it's, it's not Recommendal Prime. Three. Isn't that two? I didn't think they had two. Had I'm th- sorry. Two. two. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Punisher season two. Got me all excited. I'm like, wait a minute. Because I haven't watched the any of it. The last season of Punisher on Netflix. I, everyone, so I still haven't watched it, but everybody tells me it's the best of those Marvel things. So It is really good. Yeah. yeah. I need to uh, watch it. Is it the best? I mean, Daredevil was really good, I thought. Second season, season season two of Daredevil really bummed me out. I didn't think it was very good. Yeah, season three was a lot better of Daredevil. I should Um, probably watch it. it, it, You know, a lot of those are basically uh, episode two. Uh, The character we all love gets the the total tar beaten out of them to the point where they can barely walk. But Mm -hmm. by season three, they're able to fight like... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's like one of the best pugilists ever. He's got the... Still has that dumb buddy with him. His stupid friend. In you season- don't like Foggy Nelson? Nah, he's What's fine. What's with Foggy Nelson? Nah, I don't know. I'm not really one for like... Foggy Nelson is Toby Jones light, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he is like Toby Jones, isn't he? Yeah. I yeah, like Toby is. Jones. I like Toby Jones. Yeah, I like Foggy Nelson. I think that... Uh, I like that I like that uh, That actor. I like that interplay between the two of them. How about the vampire like, lady? Uh, is the vampire lady still there? Vampire lady's still there. Mm-hmm. She even makes an appearance in Punisher Season 2. Ooh. Well, she was in Punisher season one. It's oh, kind of like a... I haven't watched that yet. She was like the crossover. You haven't, you haven't watched either of the Punisher seasons? No, I keep hearing how great it is. Oh. And I just kept... It's got that Netflix problem where I'm like, oh yeah, I'll watch that. And then I just... It'll I, always be there kind of thing. Yeah. I just have to get around yeah. to it. Kind of have that problem right but now. It's, you know, it's it's dude and his, it's Shane and his earlobes, man. Mm-hmm. Separate trailers. It's the only way it'll work for you. <laughs> That's right. That guy's got some lobes to spare. Big lobes. Kind of hope... I kind of hope these people, well, I mean, I don't know what Disney's plans are, but it'd be cool if they got to continue their stuff, you know? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. You know, at the very least, kick it off with another Defender season. And if that does well, then then start bringing the the solo shows back. Yeah. Defenders, yes. Focus your, it's like Avengers. Do your your focus on that and then have your little splinter things. But the thing is, if they're going to, the big question looming over all of this is those shows are fairly mature. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and violent and sweary. You know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a Netflix joint right. and for will sure. Will Disney have an issue with that? Yeah. Will yeah? Will Disney do like RoboCop or the sequel to RoboCop, a very violent R-rated affair? The sequel to RoboCop was PG. Like, right. you can't. I don't know if you can do that. I think you can do it, and I think you just do it kind of like, um, you know, how Hulu has the parental controls and stuff like that. You just do the same thing with Disney Plus, where you say. Don't even show the stuff that's R-rated when I'm logged in, you know, as Billy Jr. You know, but if I'm logged in as William, then show me the show me the hard stuff. But uh, I hope you're right. I just don't think Disney's going to do it because everything they've talked about so far leads me to think they're going to go straight Disney up and down. Like the most violent they'll get is Star Wars stuff. Or uh, you've heard about uh, yeah. so Apple has an has a new uh, like we think pretty much that. In two weeks or when is it? It's like the twenty fifth yeah, of March. 25th, I think. Uh that they're they're gonna be announcing their streaming service. Yeah. They're uh, it's pretty obvious at this point because they well, their their invitation said it's showtime. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives it away. But mm-hmm. then they have another one that's like the old movie countdown numbers with the big, Oh really? Yeah, the circular. Yep. And uh-huh. it goes down to one, two, three, two, and then the one is an Apple oh, logo. So for sure. They're totally going to do it. They're totally doing. Yeah. I mean, they've got the, uh, and they've already got shows lined up. I was talking on, or, or mentioned on Twitter today, uh, Taika Watiti is signed on to do a Time Bandits series. Yeah, dude. 
Right? That's Come awesome. on. That's so like, great. If there's anybody besides Terry Gilliam that can do this and pull it off. Well, and it's with him. He's in conjunction with him. He's going to help. He's going to be involved. Yeah, in which is huge. Awesome. Right? That's huge. Awesome. Yeah, so totally all I got to do, the kid who was in that movie still alive. Everybody else is dead except for John Cleese for his brief moment. Oh. He was Robin well, like, Hood. Like all the, all the, all little, the little people, people? are dead. They're all dead. Either from oh. natural causes or a bunch of suicides. There was a whole bunch of suicides. Oh, God. Kenny, really? Kenny Baker's like the only one that uh, didn't die. Or It's a very, they have a high suicide rate. That Wow. That, uh, what would you call them? That community. Let's call it that. Little people. Little people. Yeah, which sucks. That is, that does suck. But uh, the uh, David Warner's still alive. He's the, he was the devil. He could come yeah, back. right. Mm-hmm. Right. Except he he died horribly in that movie, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> no, but the kid that puts his hand in the microwave, or his parents do. Well, they just got to recast. I don't think you do it as a. Uh, they're not talking about it being a, a sequel, no. right? They're talking about like a. It's like a retelling. Yeah, I'm sure. But I like it, that. I mean, it's a brilliant idea because it can be a quantum leap kind of thing where they they go into a new time every episode and mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. Hey, you know who else just died? Someone else just died from that movie. The lady from um, Benson, who was the redhead. Oh, yes, right. Mona. 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 Yeah, Mona. She'll Mona. always be Jessica Tate to me, man. Yeah. Catherine yeah. Helmond. Helmond? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Catherine Helmond. She was in Brazil, the other uh, Terry Gilliam joint, uh, with yeah. the face stretching and all That's that. That's right, yeah. She's yeah. awesome, and she plays the wife to the ogre guy in the ship when they capture all the little guys. In that movie, in the Time Bandits. Anyway. Oh, that's right. Yes, right. I'm very excited because Time Bandits was a staple of my childhood. I watched Time Bandits over and over and over. We had it on videotape, and I ruined that tape. I watched it so much. (laughs) So you've already got me on board. And Tiki Waka Tikatiti is awesome. We all love him. (laughs) Tiki Tiki Waka Titi. His his production world is on fire right now. He's got that uh, TV version of... Um, what we do in the shadows is coming. Oh right, yeah, I forgot that he was involved in that. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. It's his creation, so I guess he's. It's more of a producer role. I don't think he's like directing episodes, not starring in it anyway. But um, uh, Jermaine Clement's writing a bunch of it, and yeah, fantastic. These are all good times if you're a Tiki Taka Wakatiti fan. If you're a fan sure. of that guy, you're sure. you're in. Uh, all right, it's here's my favorite thing to order a taco. <laughs> yeah. You can get that al fresco, Brian. The Tiki Wakatiti Deluxe. Deluxe. Yeah. Al fresco. All right, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> a suspected shoplifter drank a six-pack of beer in a Target dressing room. Yeah. Listen, I wasn't a shoplifter. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's a lady. Drink lifter. You're, you're okay because it was a lady. It's fine. Oh, okay. I'm okay. All right. Good. Police in Lathrop. This is in... I don't know where this is. I don't know where Lathrop uh, is. It's probably Florida. Sounds uh, northeast. Maybe. Uh, says a suspected, or a sus, uh, say a suspected drank. They've written that wrong. Police in Lathrop say a suspected drank, that must be suspect drank, an entire six-pack of beer inside a Target dressing room. How do you have California, a typo in your first San four letters? Oh, San California. Joaquin County, California. So, um, How do you have uh, your fifth word in your paragraph be a typo? <laughs> <laughs> that's not paying attention, isn't no, it? Yeah, it's not. Kidding. I'm annoyed by that. Um, anyway. Northeast of San Jose, by the way, is Lathrop. Okay, not too uh, 
too far from well, quite uh, far from the northeast. Well, far from there, but not far. I, I just mean San Jose, but yeah, very far yeah, from the no, northeast. No, I mean I was the one who said it. By, I was thinking northeast, but uh, anyway. Let's see. Saturday suspected, afternoon. Say suspected drink. Yeah. yeah, it has to be suspect, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, say a suspect drink an entire. I'm annoyed. I think they had another word there, and they said, "Ah, we don't need that word." And instead of changing "suspected" to "suspect," they just left it. That's what you get with local news, Fox 40 local news over there. They don't know how to type. Saturday afternoon, officers say a woman took her cart and six pack of Stella Artios. Artois. Artois. Stella Artois, man. Oh, that's the good one. You get that in a a chalice. You drink it out of a chalice. Hold on, that's good when, beer. When you, that never, is good beer. Stella Artois. Yeah. Never heard of it. Sounds like it's yeah, fun, it's, fun, fancy it's, name. You've probably seen the commercials. Basically, they have the uh, <laughs> they have the chalice with a gold rim yeah. that you drink the beer out of. Okay, and then you um, uh, you take a saber and you slice off the the foamy head off the top of the chalice. Wow, that's a fancy beer. Then that's right. You get it at Target. Beer. Just Target has this. I guess you get it at Target. I I like the I like their cider, which is. Fancy because they pronounce it cider. Uh, it's a C I D R E cidre. Well, she. Oh, people are saying it's not fancy. I thought Stella Artois was a fancy beer. <laughs> I, I mean, know. is there all really right. such a thing as a fancy beer? Aren't all beers kind of not fancy at the end of the day? Yeah. I mean, at the end, aren't they all just sort of? I don't know. There's probably a. I mean, there's a. There's a quality. There's a difference between Miller Light and Stella Artois. Probably, mm. but uh, <laughs> oh, they're saying it's the owner of Budweiser. Oh, really? Okay, I felt like it was. A, I thought felt like it was a. Uh, it was the European beer that it was claiming itself to be. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe they bought it. Maybe it used to be a small yeah, brewery thing. It. Apparently, it. it's uh, in Europe. They consider it like we consider Pabst, uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. So, okay, <laughs> all right, never mind. Swill, they like to call it. Um, she took it in her dressing room. She stayed there for like an hour. She finished mm-hmm. the whole six pack. And then nice. the woman left the store with $200 in merchandise without paying, including the beer, technically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really well, we f- don't know that. doesn't say she might have got bought the beer, then went into the dressing room, drank it, made her made her plans for <laughs> the shoplifting excursion. Yeah. I have a feeling she didn't pay for the beer. I could be wrong. Probably. I'm just going to make that yeah. assumption. The woman yeah. was later identified as Eliza Johnson. No relation. Uh, she was arrested and booked into the San Joaquin County Jail on suspicion of shoplifting and for three other warrants. Uh, yeah, nice job. At least you're drunk when you get uh, yeah, arrested. Exactly. Yeah, that's what you want. Life, uh, great life choices when you're drunk. Yeah. Six pack of beer helped her decide that uh, I'm going to go steal a whole thing of scented candles. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly I'm, I'm fully aware of what Brian thinks of when he thinks of Target. What I think of Target is, yeah. Yeah. I think of the electronic <laughs> section. I think of headphones and uh, clock yeah. radios for some reason. Hey, they sell iPods, man. They sell iPads. They got they get everything you want at Target. They do. They carry higher-end stuff, and you can go get yourself like a brand-new Samsung Galaxy S10 or a iPhone 10 there. Like they're, They try to go a little higher than uh, Walmart. I do prefer spending time at Target. I think it depends on what part of the country you're in because California Targets are apparently shitholes. From what I've been told. And the one near Disneyland's kind of a dump. But right. here, they're a step up for sure from Walmart. Walmart's the... Well, Mar- Wal- Kmart used to be the dump. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, Kmart's still... Well, yeah, it used to be. Is right. I guess there's still a few Kmarts, but as far as I know, there's still a couple. I don't know. A lot of abandoned ones here, ones here though. Nobody buys out these old Kmarts. They're just 
sitting there rotting in the sun. What you can get at, at Target, though, as a Target exclusive, is the Martin Freeman action figure from uh, Black wow. Panther. Look at that. Oh, I love when you yes. narrated that Penguins movie. It was so good. <laughs> oh, Martin Freeman, I see. Martin Freeman. Yeah, yes. he's uh, one oh. of... Have you know? Have you seen that meme going around about how many um, Dr. Watsons get sucked into the MCU? Like, it's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's well, him. Mean, we already had a lot of uh, Sherlock's, right? Because you've got your... Uh, oh, I guess we just have the two, Down Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Do we have more? We have more Watsons? You have more Watsons, and I don't have the whole list in front of me, but it's like seven guys. And some of them are smaller parts. Oh, wow. Some are smaller parts than, like... Here we go. The five Watsons of the MCU. There it I've is. Got five, it right here. Five sevens, all like that. Five Watsons. All right, so we've got... Uh, <laughs> um... All right, here's the list. Just give me the photo. Don't lead me to the... All right. Oh. All right, well, some of these guys... All right, so Jude Law mm-hmm. was a Watson. Mm-hmm. Now he's... Yeah, he's oh, just freshly uh, in it. Yes, right. What's his face from uh, from the Will Ferrell... Um, oh, uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. yep. He's in there. John C. Riley. Uh, oh, 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 from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't tell who the fifth. All right, let me give you a link because I can't tell who a couple of these guys are. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's actually three Sherlock's if you count X Men movies, even though those are Fox because Ian McKellen is both Sherlock and uh, an X Man. Mm. Oh yeah, there they all are. Who's that one yeah. at the end? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who did the voice of that guy. I don't either. <laughs> was that from Sherlock Gnomes? <laughs> sure, it probably was. Yeah. I mean, just that's stupid if that's true. Anyway, there's a lot of Sherlock's, a lot of Dr. Watson's. It's a very strange thing to have happen. I know. And I want, I want the, this, this, uh, Reddit page I went to does not list who those people are. Are you a little bummed that you never see Martin Freeman and, uh, Dr. Strange in the same scenes? Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Maybe we will in Endgame. Maybe if he comes back, he's dust right now, so we got him. You know, we don't know if he's coming back, do we? Uh, no, yeah. uh, we don't. It's true. Yeah. Uh, ben Kingsley was uh, Watson in Without a Clue. He was in Iron Man Three as uh, what was it, Jeremy? <laughs> oh yeah, there he is. Yep, you're right. right. Jude Law, Martin Freeman. Chiwetel Ejiofor was in Doctor Strange. Yeah, he played Watson in Sherlock Gnomes, so that's Chiwetel Ejiofor. Usman Ali was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He played Watson in Stage Play. Lucy Liu plays Watson in Elementary, and she directed she directed Luke, Luke Cage Season 2, Episode 1. Wow. I don't know how, how, how much that counts, yeah, I guess. A, I mean, it's, it's MCU. That's a weird connection. But yeah. still, it's impressive. But they need to get Martin Freeman and Cumberbatch in a scene together in one of these yeah, movies come on they now do. have them and have them just kind of look at each other knowingly and yeah they're <laughs> sick of each other at this stage yeah, do right? you think, is there going to be a scene in uh, men in black with um uh with hemsworth and uh oh can't remember her name oh uh, uh, uh philandry von smear smearnog what's her name that's exactly <laughs> Philandry von Smirnoff. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, they give her name. Is there going to be some like knowing glance that they give uh, Tessa Thompson? Tessa Is there going to be some knowing glance that uh, that he gives her, or she gives him, at some point? By the way, I did say that before I saw Jack Lope Ashley type it in the chat room. I want to just say that for the record. It's totally fine. I'm sure there would have been a full investigation had you not yes. uh, said that just now. We would have been weeks yes. into this process. So I'm glad you brought that. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, final stories. Uh, this is just a word of caution. Okay. You're not a teenager, Brian, but you play one on TV. No, you're not a Correct. teenager. Uh, don't jump off of things and take selfies. Uh, a teen survived a 50 foot plunge. That's good that they've survived it, but they did it just to take a selfie from a bridge and just about died. Uh, this is a Texas teen. His name was Tristan Bailey, 18, lucky to be alive after falling from a bridge. Um, Bailey uh, says, you see it all over social media, people climbing to great heights for a perfect picture on Instagram or Facebook with really cool, uh, really cool cameras. Uh, we wanted to have our own. Uh, they took this picture from the Dallas skyline, so they climbed up Margaret Dermont Bridge. They said Bailey went over the bridge's concrete barriers and fell 50 feet trying to get a photo for social media. He doesn't remember any of this. Um, they heard me scream. The, the quote is the best. Yeah. It says, they heard me scream and they thought I was joking. I broke my pelvis. I had a rib fracture and a punctured lung. I broke my face a whole bunch and I had lacerated my spleen. I broke my face a whole bunch. <laughs> uh, study from researchers oh, found 250 people honest. worldwide died from taking selfies in the last six years. More than 70% of the victims were men in their 20s. Knock it off, dumbasses. The, the lady a couple days ago who at uh, the Phoenix Zoo wanted to take a picture with a leopard. Mm -hmm. And uh, she got mauled. She die? No, no. She, uh, But there's video of her like laying on the ground going, ah! Uh, uh. That sounds like the the grape stepping lady from back in the day. Remember her when she fell? I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she can't catch her breath. Basically, oh, that poor woman I felt bad for her. Uh, yeah, I did hear. I did hear about this. I'm glad she didn't perish. But listen, photos aren't that important, guys. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Just don't. Uh, just don't do that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, yeah. we're gonna uh, take a break. When we come back, Bill jury and more uh, before right. that though song from brian brian what do you got for me instead of taking a selfie we're gonna take a break mm. uh wyndham garnett is our uh, musician today just goes by wyndham as far as his music goes uh multi-instrumentalist singer songwriter producer based in la uh he was an original member of the band elvis perkins and deerland and diamond doves and a former touring member of clap your hands say yeah who i like a lot um, and he's open for folks like My Morning Jacket, Levon Helm, um, and many others. This is uh, this is the kind of stuff. This is my jam. This kind of atmospheric California pop. I love you know the reverb, the echo on it. Super cool. Uh, brand new album is called A Fistful of Stars. This is the song Time to Kill. Brand new album from Wyndham. <laughs>
Hey guys, let's talk a little bit more about our friends at Notecast. Podcasts are a great source of information and entertainment, but if you're like me, you don't always remember when you heard something or where to find it. Talk about an interesting or entertaining piece of information. Boy, I find those every other day. I'll be in the uh, car going, oh, that's awesome. When when did that happen? Shoot, rewind. Oh, I think it was 10 minutes in. This happens all the time with you guys, too. You're saying, when did that thing get set on your show? Well, we want to share something revolutionary with you. Recently, we've been using Notecast. It's a new app by XIQ, which is available on both iOS and Android. Notecast is a game changer. You can use it to subscribe and listen to all your favorite shows. But you can also use it to save portions of the podcast whenever you want. And it's even automatically generating a transcript for you. Listen, gamers, you know what it's like? It's like when your NVIDIA card records the last five minutes of gameplay or whatever. Like, think of it as that. It's like a little bit of a DVR sort of thing going on. And apply that to podcast and you got the idea. So all you have to do is just tap the note button on the play screen or pause the podcast and say, save that. Notecast app will save the last 30 seconds of whatever you heard so you can go back and listen later. And it will also store a transcript as a digital note. There's also an option to have it emailed to you. Uh, I think it's awesome. It's a really nifty app, and I think you will as well. Uh, plenty of apps out there to choose from, but this is the only one I know of that does these features. Like, it's pretty incredible. Anyway, whether it's a great conversation, story, joke, tip, or recipe, they'll help you retain that information like never before, and it is a must-have have rather podcast app for the perfect cure for the in-one-ear-and-out-the-other problem we all have. Uh, you can download Notecast for iOS and Android by going to notecast.app, or you can search for it in the stores. There, It's there as well. I uh, also have a special offer for listeners. Try it for free for 60 days. No credit card required. Just enter the code TMS when completing your sign-up. Again, that's notecast.app, and use the code TMS to try it for 30 days. Make that 60 days. That's even better, not 30, 60 Mrs. Featherston will have me blacklisted by the Lala. Welcome to day one of the 2020 presidential campaign. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to be back. Hey, uh, you know, Bill's coming in. Uh, you know, Bill. Yeah, so just... Good old Bill. Put on your pants and grab your mothers. It's time for this. But Bill <laughs> just isn't thinking about danger. Hello, Bill, who's always thinking about danger. How good are, morning. How are you, sir? Good morning, Bill. I have all my fingers. Oh, that's, so that's good. good. Every week we gotta do a finger check. Finger check, got them all. Great, yep. good deal. Yep, that's good because uh, you use weird tools and chemicals and things that could uh, change that very quickly for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is a fact. Yeah, if you're not <laughs> careful. Uh, Bill Duran, of course, the uh, maven of PunishProps.com, a fantastic <laughs> website, and its associated uh, YouTube channel where he shows off making all kinds of cool stuff. We like talking about making things. We live in the time of 3D printers and fabrication that people can do in their own little garage and build resin molds and foam sculpting and all that stuff. And Bill Duran makes it look easy, him and his wife. And uh, he's here to talk today about one of those things. Bill, what's going on this week? 
I did some foam sculpting there, Brian. Mm, I made I made a mask. So I've been playing the crap out of the new Far Cry game, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, it's amazing. I love it so much. I like it too. I want to make all the weapons. There's a saw launcher. I don't know if you guys played on oh, no yeah. tournament, mm -hmm. but the Ripper. Yep. It's basically Shoot the saw ripper. blades that bounce around. Yep. Yeah. It's oh, basically the cool. it's basically the ripper, and if you aim it right, you can take multiple heads off of multiple dudes. Yes, you can. Yeah, while they're like uh, driving a jeep, <laughs> it's the best feeling in the world. Just shunk shunk, and they're gone. So, yeah. I did not make the the uh, saw blade launcher yet, not yet, but I did make a mask from the game. I didn't have. I only had a couple days to build something. So uh, there's a character called the Judge. Mm. He doesn't talk. He has a mask that covers his whole face. He or she, I don't know, could be either. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a cool, like, wooden mask with just a couple of eyes in it. Fairly simple, but still has some really fun detail and wood grain into it. Oh, yeah, uh, that. So that's what I made, and I made it out of EVA foam. Yeah. Cool. Everyone's cool. surprised. Oh, that's cool looking. Mm -hmm. Like the. Let me ask you a question about these guns. The game is famous oh. for, uh, or that particular game is famous for its, uh, its liberal use of very bright colors, including lots of pinks. Yeah. Um, did you were you tempted here to go nuts with that, or did you? Would you? How did that part go? I guess. Uh, well, a couple things. One, the video you're playing is the Fallout gun I made last week. Oh, this is linked on your thing. <laughs> I think your yeah. link is wrong. Yeah, give me that. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Uh, but here's the link you want to use. This is the new, uh, the new sexy mask. Yeah, business. just so you know, your web, uh, yeah. your website check it out link goes to your old thing. Just so you know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so yeah, the mask. Um, I actually, it's it's mostly like white-ish, like it was painted white and then it got all dirty. Uh, but when I took pictures of it, I used some nice bright colors like uh, blues and and I put some gels on the lights to make it look all stylish and cool. Nice. Yeah. Look at you. Uh, so. Uh, the actual mask I made, uh, all out of EVA foam, I made a pattern for it. It's for free to download on my website, if the link is uh, correct. <laughs> but uh, this is a really fun beginner project. It's fairly simple. Um, if you watch the video that we put together and download the template, you should be able to put it together yourself, no problem. So if you're looking for a fun uh, first project to get into EVA foam making, this is a good one. My favorite now, part of this is you're pretending to play a video game at the beginning and how you would juke and jive. Yeah. yeah. On my Macintosh that doesn't have the game on it, so I had to just play back footage of the game. Video. Yeah. Right. I was playing. Yeah. Yeah. You, I could, but, you could tell. so cool. Yeah, it is pretty rad. Oh, look at that. So um, it's meant to look like wood. So once I got the EVA foam... Uh, shaped to fit over my face and had the eye holes cut out i had to carve a wood grain into it and i did that using a wood burner mm. now if you're going to do something like this at home you'll want to work in a well-ventilated area do it outside mm. yeah because yeah. mm. melting foam and breathing those fumes oh that's yep. that's the mm. everything will start looking like wood after a while it sure will <laughs> uh, but the effect is really really cool you get that relief you get that texture um uh, when you weather it, the those deep cracks will gather some of that weathering paint uh, to make it look dirtier. It's so so cool. If you're if you're trying to make something look like wood, you want it to feel like wood too. You want to add that texture to it. Cool. Uh, I also went in and covered the whole thing in Mod Podge, mm -hmm. which is a lot like Elmer's glue. Mm -hmm. And when it was sort of tacking up 
and starting to dry a little bit, I would drag a uh, chip brush across the surface to add an even finer texture to it. And uh, I think it worked out pretty well. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, I think it looks really good. So are you going to really do that? Cool. Are you going to do that gun next? The the uh, blade the thing? Ripper? Ripper thing? I I want to. I just uh, I don't know uh, when I'm going to be able to make the time to do it. But I really want to make it. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, one of the... One it, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say one of the reasons why I'm a little short on time is because we have Emerald City Comic Con this weekend. Oh, yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. What are you going to be uh, doing? I know you're hosting some sort of party or meetup or something's going on. Yes. So I've, uh, I'm on a panel on Friday and then we're doing a meetup on Saturday. Mm. All that We're going to share all that stuff on social media. So if you follow me on Twitter, you'll hear all about it. Yeah, look for that. Uh, but it's going to be super fun. Look for that on Chimbird. So here, here's the here's the thing I like about New Dawn that is probably what's got you all creative juice in here. Yeah, uh, they it, it, traditionally Far Cry, well, really Far Cry one, but even mostly two and forward, it's always been at least rooted in a decent level of um, reality, right? Like it's mm-hmm. just run and gun and kill and do and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And there's not really, they don't go very fantastical with the game. And that's fine. That's kind of where it lives and breathes. This game is set in this 17 years later after a nuke drops, post-apocalyptic sort of follow-up to five. And it's not full. They've decided to go a very different route than Mad Max where everything's decimated. Instead, nature came back (laughs) in a major way. So it's like a very colorful game and everything. Uh, it's probably impossible not to just watch some of that or look at that scenery and those locations and the and the um, the building sort of style they've gone for and the way they do they use uh, spray paint everywhere and and the liberal use of yellows and pinks and greens and that sort of thing. It's probably impossible not to get inspired to want to to want to do this. I mean, would you agree yeah, with I that? Agree. Uh, yeah, because it seems I agree like 100%. it seems like whenever you go deep into a game like this, right, you come out and go, "Oh my gosh, I need to make twelve of the things I saw today." Yeah. yeah, and I'm and I'll be honest with you. I am deep in this game. I got every companion. I leveled them all up all the way. I tagged everything on the map. I I did everything. I I shouldn't say that. I should go check, double check my list, make sure I did everything. <laughs> but uh, I haven't fallen this hard into a game in a long time, and uh, I will make more stuff from this game, and I'm excited too. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's generally been well received. People like it. Five wasn't as much, but this one is uh, doing okay, and and uh, that's awesome. I just I just love uh, the reason I bring all that up is I think it's important for people to hear where Bill's getting his inspiration. And if there's something you're passionate about, whether it's a video game or it's a I don't know some movie you're really into or mm. whatever it is, uh, sometimes just acting on that inspiration as soon as you've consumed it is a is a good idea. Just eat it and go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I dig it, and yeah. uh, I especially like. New Dawn compared to like I've always loved the Far Cry games, but I've never been inspired to make anything from them. Right. Because up until now, the weapons and costumes have been fairly contemporary. Um, I I don't want to build uh, an AK-47. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just buy an airsoft gun if you want that. But since they in this post-apocalyptic world, all the guns are like hodgepodge together. The silencer is like a spray paint can. This. Uh, Saw launcher is like an amalgamation of tools from the hardware store. That to me, like that aesthetic, I'm like that looks challenging. That looks fun. I want to make that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm personally really excited because I've always loved those games that they're designing things that I now want to make. Yeah, so, if, yeah. If, I'll make more from this game. It fulfills that 
Fallout thing without the I don't know. It's just a different tone. They've done a they've done a cool thing here. I like it a lot. That game's really good. I'm not nearly as far as you are. Obviously, you level up everybody. You level up the dog. Even you got the dog all leveled up. Timber's my buddy, man. He's got a I got a motorcycle with a sidecar, and my little dog buddy can ride around in it. It's the best. I saw a screen cap of you doing that. It's pretty awesome. I didn't yeah. understand how companions worked early on, and the girl that's part of the story at the beginning that's like your first companion. Yeah, she dead. <laughs> I got oh, no. I got her killed during the fight. I didn't know that that was going to happen. Oh, I no. thought she was just going to be one of these, you know, spongy characters that at the worst, like in uh, Diablo or, or Skyrim or something, when they got hurt, they get down on one knee for a while or something and come back to whatever. No, she's freaking dead. Oh, no. I, her mom, her mother's going to kill me because she's all part <laughs> of the story. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> you, uh, if you go into your companion tab on the menu, you can revive her. I oh, you can. Okay. Oh, yeah. all right. Because I left her out in the dirt. <laughs> That's just, that shows how far I am from where you are. <laughs> One last thing about Far Cry New Dawn: Nana, the sniper companion, yeah. best character in the game. Wow. Go find Nana and just run around with her. Her dialogue is hysterical. Is she an old lady? Like a grandma? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. She's a sniper senior citizen. <laughs> okay. Herc's pretty funny, too. If Nicole's listening, Herc's one of my favorites. That's one of her uh, her favorites. Oh, yeah, so. she's been playing this yeah. game, too, like a lot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all right. Good job, Ubisoft. You've you got new fans this time for this Far Cry. Um, it's also cheap. It's like 39 bucks for yeah. a brand new it's game. Yeah, uh bill uh, anything you want to leave us with any final links or uh ideas like you absolutely right. um our pal odin over at Od- odin makes is at it again he oh. made the helmet from captain marvel out of oh foam. look at that thing yeah that's foam it's foam oh what that that how do you like- make the glowy bit at the top the oh moment. you're gonna have to watch the video to find out oh my gosh okay did you see the movie yet? I have not seen it yet. No. Okay. It's pretty easy to still get excited about that uniform or her costumes. Oh, yeah. Really, mm-hmm. really awesome. What's this blue thing he's putting on top of it? That's interesting. Uh, I don't know. Again, oh, you he, know, so yeah. he made an EVA foam head form to wrap around his existing head form to thicken it. Yeah. To make the whole thing at like a size bigger. Oh, yeah. that's a great idea. That's smart. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that, that's a problem, right? If you make a... Th- a thing the normal size it's going to be tight and annoying and you're going to not yeah. wear it yeah. yeah oh that's awesome is that metal? at some point i want to get a life cast done but I, I don't know what i would do with it you know it's not like i make stuff a lot enough to to make it worth it but gonna... yeah but you could like dress it up every day i yeah. could yes yeah <laughs> they there's put... a lot of reasons to have a head cast of yourself even if you don't want to make anything Are you... leave it in the leave it in the in the shower so when people open the <laughs> the curtain to go in the shower. Your yeah. head's right there. Yeah, there's a lot okay. of good reasons. Do they do okay. the? Do they, do they do the? If you want to get your? I was gonna say if you want to get your head cast, let me know. I'll come over and I'll 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 make a, a, a mold of your head. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I'm in. Totally in. Yeah. Do they do a? But do they do the wiener or no? Do they avoid the wiener? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have I'm not cast sh- wieners. I was gonna say I'm not sure the context here. Well, it is Pamela possible. Debar, Pamela Debar was great at those, by the way. <laughs> I don't but know. Yes, Scott, it is possible to make a mold and cast a copy of your wiener. Okay, so I could do whole body naked and just all of it, right? They could just I cast mean, the whole unit. This, they can. <laughs> I won't, but someone can, I'm sure. <laughs> the mysterious they will definitely pull this off. All right. Uh, well, the- I'll fi- I, 
I can find you want to get a live cast of your entire naked body, Scott. I probably will find someone okay. who could do it. So All right, if you're you, serious, you yeah. know, just send me a DM. You, <laughs> you let me know. I'm only I mainly just want to see their rate card. I want to know what this sort of thing costs. <laughs> you know, I don't want to commit just yet, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. It's Bill Duran, everybody. He is at punishprops.com and Chinbeard on Twitter. Follow him this weekend if you haven't already, because like he said, lots of Emerald City Comic Con stuff going on up there in Seattle, and you'll want to follow that if you are intending to go to that meetup, especially. Bill, have a yes. fantastic week. We'll see you later. Toodaloo. Bye. Don't get pink eye. Gosh, no. That's good advice. Golly. Good gosh, golly. golly. don't. Yeah, good gosh, golly. All right, Justin Robert Young incoming. No idea what we're talking about today. No idea. I didn't call him ahead of time. I got no plan. He's just going to come on. We'll see if we can change the world one call at a time. Here's this thing. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Hey, you guys. Check it out. It's Justin Robert Young from, uh, I guess he's back because I see him in his studio. All the way from go. Oakland, California. Previously, I uh, was in Texas, was in Austin for South by South Wasted. I'm sure we're going to get an update on that as well. But uh, Justin, welcome to the show. Oh, well, h- hello, Scott. It's good to be back with you. Oh, fantastic. You sound great, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what's going on well, there. Thank you. D- Discord, oh. Discord oh, behavior. Oh, hi, Jerbs. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi. I can't see you. Your your video wasn't. Oh. I know. Sorry. It was uh, it's back now. I, some For some reason, when Scott added you, it killed my uh, connection. It had to reconnect. Oh, great. to the whole thing? Great. Yeah, Discord's Discord, awesome. Yeah. See, another reason to really Discord. like Discord. I'm just glad that, hey, I just want to let you know, Scott, it never happens for anyone else. <laughs> right. Never. Never, anybody never else. happens for anyone yeah, else. Yeah, as far as I know, this is only a Justin real. It's actually true. I don't have this problem until Justin comes on. That's literally the truth. So and I don't- Scott now. But other than that, just <laughs> me and Scott just now. But other than that, nobody. The only time I've ever seen it glitch like this at all, ever, is when you come on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not saying it's you. I'm not I, saying it I, isn't. I, I, I'm not. I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm just here to uh, so I don't get fined. All right. Well, don't worry about the fine. I'll cover it. Hey. Uh, so, uh, how was your? How was the so wasted business? It sounds oh, like it was fun. Oh my lord! It was such a great event. Thank you to anybody who uh, came out. Uh, uh, it was a lot of stress. Uh, you know, to put uh, stuff together. You know that very well from mm-hmm. uh, you know the much larger. Uh, uh, events with the uh, Nertacular and of course Coverville, you know from doing the the, the Coverville stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure can be, uh, can but be. it's uh, it, it's uh, it was it was really rewarding uh, to see everything go off without a hitch uh, uh, and uh, to you know watch. Uh, we had five acts, I think. Uh, wow. I mean, it was a lot a lot of the same people shuffling on and off, but uh, I saw was, a lot of pictures of Tom with a big fake finger. Or the thumb doing that thumbs down uh, game you guys play, right? Is that what that yes. was all about? Don't okay. get, we, did, we did this time. We did celebrity. Don't get Brody. Normally, don't get Brody is we have uh, people come in and they tell their stories from the audience. The uh, concept of the game is that the second that one of our panel, it only takes one mm-hmm. that has their thumb go all the way down in disinterest yeah. or, or <laughs> rambling too long. Uh, then you get you get the hook right, and, yeah. and it goes rodeo time. Right. So the person who tells the story for the longest winds up winning. And so this time we decided we were going to not subject the audience to this torture, but rather we would eat our own dog food and get up <laughs> on stage and uh, and and play. Don't get brodied ourselves. And and to do it, we brought in a bunch of special guests. And so we needed somebody, the most even 
handed person that we could think of that would fairly represent the entire audience's aggregate yeah. of thumbs up, thumbs down. Right. And uh, uh, that was Tom Merritt. Yeah. So he had to get a big fake thumb so he could uh, uh, be, be read from the cheap seats. Tom Thumb, you could call him now. Uh, it was Tom's thumb. Yeah. Tom's thumb. Yep. Absolutely. There it Nailed is. It. So uh, uh, the only memory I have of that particular game, other than smatterings here and there on a night attack I would catch or something, is the live one you guys did at a, at a Nerdtacular, probably 2014 mm-hmm. is my memory, because uh, Veronica was on your thumbs down panel, part of it. Yeah. And her thumb was mostly down the entire time. <laughs> and I remember Don't thinking, think <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking, she's just got no patience. For this, for this business. I mean, is there any part of knowing Veronica that would give you the sense that that she does? Be anything else? Yeah. No, she's uh, she definitely lets you know when uh, when things aren't going your way. But uh, anyway, but that's great. I'm glad you guys had fun. I heard from some uh, some Frog Panther uh, night uh, night attack crossover folks that they had a great time there, and uh, it seemed like you guys did really well. Everyone seemed really sweaty, which is a memory for me. All Nerdtaculars, I sweat constantly the entire time. So I noticed this. I just noticed that any stage shots, anybody talking, comedy bits. It's funny. I don't remember sweating. Mm. Uh, Now, that's not to say that I didn't because, uh, you know, obviously adrenaline's running high whenever you're up on stage in front of that many people. But also when you're running it, uh, uh, there is that much more adrenaline pressure on you. So I could have been sweating through my shirt, but uh, I don't remember doing it. Yeah. But then again, I'm also a swarthy man. You know, I I look like I'm. (laughs) constantly sweat this is true uh all right so uh we don't really have anything on the docket today you have a list of things you could probably tell us about uh we could go anywhere from uh tim apple or uh and 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 how that story changed from can we just talk about that for a second actually can we just talk about it for a second this isn't Uh, this isn't even going to be a political thing i just need to understand it i want to try to understand the psychology here it's probably a better question for wendy but i just want to discuss it the other sure. day, he makes a he makes a mistake. A lot of us do. Made a verbal flub at a meeting, a roundtable thing with a bunch yeah. of uh, business executives. One of them was Tim Cook, sitting right next to him from Apple, and he ta- called him Tim Apple, and then moved on. And the internet had their fun. Oh, Trump's a big dummy. Ha ha. Whatever. And yeah. What you could have done there, if I was Trump, is said, Yeah, well, you know, I'm busy. I just I screwed it up, and move on. Like, quit making it a deal. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. like I would even uh, go further to say he probably didn't have to talk about it. I you mean, probably didn't even need to acknowledge it. Yeah. They're talking on mic a lot, and and oftentimes, you know, there there are mistakes. Every president has mistakes on mic. Every like, human is, being does. That like that's yeah, just a totally. human thing. Yeah. It's a present. It's everybody thing. There just happens to be a lot of mics for him. So what are you going to do? Not that I've big seen a deal. Jeff Amazon make that same mistake. Right. So. Jeff Amazon yeah. always. I mean, everyone forgot about the Maria Lock, Lockheed or whatever her name was at the same meeting. But anyway. The point is, uh, he does that, and then everybody has a laugh, which is the, the 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 way it goes in America. And then he stands up in front of a bunch of donors, and he says, "Ah, uh, that's fake news. What they they didn't hear me say it quicker. I'm I'm very fast with names, and I said Tim Cook app from Apple, but I said it so fast nobody heard it, which was a complete fabrication. There's no way he did that. And so I thought, oh, that's the story we're gonna go with. Okay, fine. It's a great way to rile people up and say more fake news sure. and all that." And then the next day, he does a tweet where he says, I like to save words and time. And so when I say things like Tim and Apple, 
I'm eliminating a syllable just to save time, was essentially what it was. So he contradicts his day's previous statement about it and then does that one. And all, so my question after all of this is... Follow the money. Finally, we're focusing on the important things in government. I'm glad. I'm really... We're finally taking politics seriously. Yes. But yes. You, let's focus on whether or not the changing evolution of a verbal flub. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> but Drag that's my him. point. Yes, but that's please. my point. My point exactly is he's doing it for you because you want to talk <laughs> about it. This is literally why he's doing it. He will keep, and then he'll change his story again, and then you'll get something else to talk about because he enjoys giving people what they want, and he is giving you what you want, which is something to talk about. I don't think he's. I don't think he's that smart. I think that I think oh, that he's he, literally he has, being defensive. One thing that is undisputable that that is not in dispute is that that man understands media better than any president in the mass media era. Uh, he understands social media. He understands broadcast media. He understands print media. He understands, understands it. Understands it, or happens to be the kind of personality that creates a bunch of stink around it naturally, and it's not really some skill. No, it's like just he a was thing. the guy that was calling gossip columnists to let them know what the stories were, and then he would call gossip columnists to let them know the other stories that he heard about other people. So when he needed something run, he was able to call them and say, "Oh, well, make sure that you say that this building is going to sell for six hundred million." Uh, because that's really what I want to buy it for. Ha ha ha. Mm, right? Mm. Like this, he is a the most prescient media manipulator that we have seen in the White House, certainly since Reagan, who, who famously was great at understanding the 24-hour news cycle. Uh, there's no doubt. No doubt. I don't know even who would be close because nobody else worked in that professionally. Like, it shouldn't be close. His job was... To maintain the brand of the Trump name. And the way he maintained the brand of the Trump name was keeping the Trump name in the news. Forefront. So, like, yeah. uh, do you think that he just stopped doing that? Or he, like, stopped no. after that elects him president? That he's like, oh, well, cool. My job is done. Now <laughs> I'm just going to be a guy who talks. What you've said, what you've actually told me, if you want to put it in other words, is that he's really good at deceit. And so he knows how to deceive using the tools at hand. I don't know if that that's the same as this is a man who's very savvy at media stuff. It doesn't work. It's not the same. The meaning's different. He's good at lying and he's good at spreading it and then changing it and not having people or having people freak out that he I wants mean, to. I, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, 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 I don't tremendous. I don't have a tremendous amount of respect for people in the public relations profession. So uh, uh, there's a lot of that that I would say is dumb or uh, 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 manipulative. Uh, I my my point that I think is indisputable is that he understands how the systems work and he understands the pressure points and he understands more specifically how to make the jobs of people in media easy. If there's one thing that everybody on earth likes is having their job done for them. Imagine, imagine that for four years running now, mm. you were able to walk into your office and all your work was done. All you had to do was hit send. Like, like there was no digging, there was no searching, there was no calling, there was no sources. All you had to do was look at your computer, and in fact, you probably even gotten a mobile alert on the way to the office, type that right up, 
hit send. Mm. You're done. Mm. It's easy. It is easy to do. Yeah, and, but and it's not. That, that is how that works. That is how people who want to get, and this isn't just Trump. Like, uh, Let's remove it from the political context. Let's remove it from whether or not you know uh, 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 he's a liar or not and, and the White House, right? Let's imagine you're selling an album. Let's imagine that you're selling uh, a, a, a television show. How do you do that? You go on earned media. You you go on talk shows. You go make sure that you appear on the cover of Cosmo. You uh, you do all these things. Why? Because it makes their job easier to have a celebrity on. It makes their magazine sell more when they when you have a celebrity on. You're making it easy for them. That is what when I say that Donald Trump understands the media. That's what I mean more than anything else. He, yeah. he understands how it works, who's doing it, and who their bosses are. Yeah, I that, guess that's what he gets. I, I guess I don't disagree. I agree with that. Um, I think that um, all, the only analogy I would make here is that it's all—it's a little bit like a professional chef who focuses and spends all his time making nothing but souffles out of uh, cat shit, and then. <laughs> And then and then serves up the cat shit to everybody. So it's so he's really good at it, knows it really well, knows how to serve up that cat shit. But at the end of the day, still cat shit. You know what I mean? I mean, but that, that but that's that I think is something that gets said about a lot of presidents. If you don't like them, if you don't like what they're selling, uh, mm-hmm. uh, then the political messaging on it, you're like, well, yeah, that's what they say they're saying, but really they're saying bleep blop blue. Right, yeah. but you're saying, uh, but you are in your own words. You're saying he's the best cat shit cook we've ever had. Is what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I don't. I'm not even going to deal with your metaphor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand it. To be totally honest, uh, I'm saying that Barack Obama didn't like the press. He liked certain people, and he would always. And this is something that happens in in presidencies in general. You like certain writers. You like certain anchors uh, uh you have a, a relationship with them or somebody on your staff does so you'll give them things mm-hmm. but in general you don't like the press because you think the press is going to be somebody that can only cause you problems mm-hmm. the difference between donald trump both as a, a, a politician and as a president is he doesn't care about the mistakes he cares about the headlines because that's how he's lived his life he doesn't care if the headline is trump's mm-hmm. a doof uh, uh, all everybody else hates trump Right. Because then he can say, wow, you're being really mean. I'm going to go to this uh, the paper across town and I'm going to make sure that I tell them this rumor I heard about how your paper is up for sale or about how everybody uh, in the editorial department hates everybody at the news department. He's the living embodiment of there's no such thing as bad publicity. A hundred percent. He's a volume shooter. It does not matter uh, what is being said as long as it is it's about, being said him. about him yeah right and so did you say hold on thing, did you say a volume shooter yeah yeah that's a uh, sports metaphor i know it's not as universally understood as cat shit cook but uh, <laughs> no i thought it was i thought it was, I thought it was I always a, that term applied to porn yeah i thought it was a, sp- a sperm thing that's what i thought things that make you go hmm. <laughs> things that make you go hmm <laughs> Things well, no, that make you go. No, that's the thing you can go. You huh? can go. Crazier. Listen, you can go into a doctor's office and have him say, uh, "Yeah, your volume's a little low." Like that's not a porny talk term. Your volume's a little low. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have never in my life had a doctor tell me my volume of sperm was low. Well, when's the, the last time he wants to see you because he thinks you're a volume shooter? <laughs> when's the last yeah. time? Hold on. When's the last time you had your sperm tested? 
I ever? Don't, I don't know. You're right. I I, I haven't I haven't uh, had my sperm tested in a while. All right. So maybe well, should, when my brother-in-law when my brother-in-law went in there, that's all they could talk about was terms with the word volume in it. So because they're talking about volume, how much of it is uh, uh, what's the sperm count in the semen? Is it a high? Is it low? Are you a? But <laughs> I don't know if they ever said. I remember when they when I went in there for like fertility testing and stuff. I remember the late the the nurse knocking on the door and saying, "Brian, could you turn the volume down?" <laughs> I don't remember anything yeah. else about uh, <laughs> on your braziers, your braziers, my braziers yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> volume, huh? Is that is yeah. that your favorite? Uh, is that your favorite tag? No, it's <laughs> sperm volume. volume. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up because it's a very yeah. common thing. Here Step we go. Stepmom finds out stepson's a volume shooter. Here you go. <laughs> I got you right here. The average volume of semen produced at ejaculation well, is at two point. Of course, if you search for the word semen and volume, you're going to find something. Well, yeah. No, it's not just to find something. That's a common. What I'm saying is that's common terminology. In, no, in no, no. So just fertility. search volume shooter and see what comes up. Oh, that's a good idea. Volume <laughs> shooter. Uh, a volume shooter is a player who takes a lot of shots to score a lot of points. Oh, uh, oh! I never heard the of thing that. I was saying. Well, no, no. I knew you were right. I knew you were right. I wasn't saying you were wrong. <laughs> I was just saying that that was the thing. Okay, hurry. Volume shooter, Urban Dictionary. Let's see what they say. Okay. Hold on. This should be fun. Jeez. Uh, or it could be the worst idea ever. Hold on. What is a volume shooter? You have to read all of them, though. At least the top. Yeah. Right. Yes. You can't, um, you can't begin. You can't go down this road without reading the top three verbatim. All right. Volume shooter. It's not coming up. Oh, just a shooter. There's no volume shooter. All right. Volume shooter's not on Urban Dictionary. No. Hmm. Uh, it says a cooter shooter. Oh, <laughs> never all mind. Right. We're not reading that. Not reading it. Look up GURP. GURP's a fun one. <laughs> if you look up GURP, here's what you do. You do number one, best orc hunter of all time in World of Warcraft. GURP killed a mean, bobs with one shot, mobs with one shot, hunter, orc, Warcraft, MMO. That was in 2009. Uh, the next one below it is to choke on one's testicles. So you oh. always have to read the second and third uh, or else what are you, you want to know what a, you want to know what a hooter shooter is? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's a guy uh, who owls, no, it's it? not. It's not awful. It's when a woman holds a shot of alcohol in the middle of her bra. Okay. The person taking the shot moves up the woman's stomach with their tongue and takes a shot with no. Ah, they actually that got worse. Than that. <laughs> I saw Ben Affleck do that in uh, Armageddon. Yeah, no, it was except with a bin of beer. Animal crackers. Was an animal I think cracker, the animal yeah. crackers were migrating south, which was that a very was, odd, known, and, uh, potentially unsanitary moment in that other one. Cracker stacker. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. The animal cracker hippo was moving south for the summer. It's no good. This is not a good. Anyway, thing I didn't mean to go there. I just, I just hadn't heard that phrase before. So, volume shooter. He's a guy that just goes blah, I, throws it all out well, there. Look, he just does it a lot. And like, I'm not. Uh, uh, someone said that uh, we, we shouldn't uh, fetishize uh, uh, his uh, uh, media strategy. Uh, and I'm not trying to say that. I'm, I'm, I'm only trying to say that he starts a lot of fires because he knows that the fires will be covered and. Like so, yeah, he's he's a chaos agent there, and in in that vein, we should not be surprised when if he sees Tim Apple trending, <laughs> then he's going to steer into that skid and say, "No, what I meant was, I mean, this is, you know, he, he tweeted Kofefe and then stuck on, oh, that's my secret term, and uh, but right, only the coolest right. people know what it is. It, it's it's so it's our fault, is what you're saying. It's on us. We're the problem." No, no, you are not the problem. You are the 
You are the customer. All right. I need to stop happy. being a customer. You are I need very, to very, very happy. You no, are so thrilled. I'm not. You keep wanting more of it. I hate it. You I don't vote, like you it. Vote with your eyeballs, and you and you keep searching after everything. And in the number one list, you were listing off things that we could talk about, and you couldn't get past number one because you like it so much. <laughs> you wanted to talk about it. <laughs> no, you're right. Actually, I only really had one. I couldn't think of anything else today. I'm sure <laughs> so there's other Pelosi, stuff. Pelosi coming out and saying that she actually is not in favor of impeachment because it's not worth it to. Uh, he to spend all that says he's not to. worth it is her exact phrase says he's yes. not worth it which yeah. i so so i have a friend who listens to the show who works at a place i can't mention who sent me a private message and said i don't use his name so this will all uh-huh. be uh, anonymous but he says all of the analysts here think she knows something and that it is the what what's coming down the pipe from uh, Mueller probably is impeachable offenses and this is her way uh, because she's very careful about her words. In his in his words, she's very careful about her words. This is her way of stacking the deck toward the idea that, oh, that stuff is that, so that, shocking, we that, have to impeach. That, that, that now she'll be swayed right. to do it. Right. And, the right, which gives him... That would, be counter, that would be counter to all the stuff that I've seen in that it seems like consistently people are starting to walk back the idea, and this would be a part of that trend. Now... You never know. Nancy Pelosi is somebody that is extraordinarily uh, uh, savvy politically. Uh, I think there's a reason why, despite the fact that she is viewed as a pariah from the other side and somebody that could be used to beat up on uh, Democratic causes and often is, that she retained her speakership. Yeah. If it is indeed her saying that exactly what she's saying, if we were to take her at her word uh, and not assume that there is something further there, then I think we are seeing the rise and uh, the, the the widening of a rift between a lot of the very uh, loud, popular, insurgent Democrats uh, in the House, up to and including the freshman uh, uh, representative uh, 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 Ilhan Omar and mm-hmm. uh, Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. I think that at that point, I, I have long thought that for Ocasio-Cortez, who is a meteor streaking across the sky in terms of popularity, she is uh, uh, somebody that has very much captured the nation's attention as this, uh, you know, uh, a figurehead for millennials and and millennial thought, right, which oftentimes can be uh, on specifically on the Democratic side Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in the Democratic Socialist vein. Right. But I would think she, her question that she has to ask herself is, does she want to be in the House of Representatives, where it seems unlikely she will ever lose because she is in a very blue district? Or does she want to try for the Senate with Chuck Schumer, uh, uh, you know, as she waits for whether or not she wants to run for president? Yeah. Because uh, uh, she is certainly popular enough to do it now, but... Does she want to be the youngest female uh, speaker of the house? And, and uh, I have not done the research, but I would guess she might be the youngest and ever. Yeah, I think she would years. be. Yeah, and she can't. I mean, president, you can't run till what's the date? Thirty-nine or whatever it is. Whatever it is. There's some. Now, higher. now, the, here's the other thing about impeachment, and this is something that Captain Kipper points out in the chat room, which is absolutely true: is that to do it now, you are. Even if you're doing it to show that you did mm-hmm. and that you believe it is right, 
there is almost certainly a political cost. And what I heard in in Pelosi's terms of he's not worth it is, look, it's going to go to the Senate and it's going to fail there. Everyone's going to dig in their heels. And if there's one thing that will absolutely happen if they try to impeach is that everybody comes home. Mm. The never Trumpers come home. The uh, uh, I'm, uh, you didn't do the wall well enough. Uh, come home. The blue collar folks come home because he can prove again his central thesis. Even before the wall, before everything else, it was this party's broken. This government is broken and only I can fix it. Mm. He has pushed the deep state. He has pushed the swamp. He has pushed the idea that he is somebody that is not supposed to be there and is at the will of the people. He is the populist president to have a impeachment push for anything less than ironclad uh, evidence is going to uh, solidify the Republican base. And it will do it right before an election. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I so yeah, it's, it's going to be a couple interesting weeks because there's a lot of buzz also that that report's way more ready than people think, despite the fact that they extended their budget a year or whatever it was. Um, oh no, no, they instead they 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 extended the grand jury, but that that goes in six month extension, so that doesn't really mean anything uh, necessarily that it's going to go six months. Uh, they yeah, I mean we we've, we've been hearing that this thing is ready to drop literally any day now. Mm. Uh, 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 the, the 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 rumors on this have been fairly persistent uh of the question is and, and they've and they've been different you know there was one at the end of last week that it was going to drop on friday and it was going to come with an indictment for one of the trump family mm-hmm. uh and that didn't happen and then there was one two weeks ago that said it was going to drop and that uh uh it was less than what people would think but let me ask you this know. let me ask you this question just from uh you understand the strategy of this stuff better than anyone we have on this show so i'm, I'm gonna ask you this and it, and it goes a little bit with a thing that Trump said a long time ago about Fifth Avenue and a gun. But if Trump got yeah. onto a live press moment where live cameras from all the networks are filming him standing right before the helicopter to get on to go somewhere, and he does one of those events, um, if he suddenly stopped in his conversation, walked over to an intern or just somebody standing over there, pulled him over into camera view, pulled out a, a handgun and shot him in the head, and then said thank you all, and then got on the, the helicopter to go to Mar-a-Lago or I think whatever. He would be arrested. Now he that's my question: Do you, for murdering someone? Would he yes. be arrested for murdering someone? Uh, I I'm going to go. I listen. I know this is controversial, <laughs> uh, and I know that you're going to many sides me, but I, I I do believe that yes, if he murdered somebody on camera, he would be arrested, and there would be removal procedures. Uh, uh, in place before the helicopter landed. What if? No. What if, what he, if he was sh- a volume shooter? Yeah. <laughs> got everybody. Yeah, well, no. What if he shot him in the leg? What if he pulled him over and sent, went <laughs> pew pew right in the leg? Not a not a death shot, but a shot in the leg with a gun. Same deal. Like, well, is he like demonstrating gun safety and he screws up, or is he like shooting him in the leg and saying ha ha ha? Unlimited power, that. and then he uh, diplomatic uh, uh, immunity. Yeah, and then he winks <laughs> at the camera. I think if if he does that, yes, he would be uh, he would be arrested. Okay, you'd really yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. The, the reason I even ask that question is there are some days where I wonder if he's 
if he really believes that Teflon, if he's yeah yeah oh, I, I bet he believes it yeah yeah well maybe he does but the point is like you think that there there is a, a line and that's one of those lines where they would uh, there wouldn't be a bunch of arguing going well i don't know i'm not sure about impeachment but yes we should sure sure uh, uh, sanction or what's the word Censure the president. Censure. We should get up and yeah. do a verbal uh, rebuke here in the Congress, but we're not going to no, impeach. People are pointing out that Dick Cheney did indeed shoot somebody. That was during a hunting trip, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, it wasn't a bullet. No. Right? It, was it was a scatter. Shot. scatter was, uh, what do you call that? Scatter shot. Yeah, what's that stuff called? It's a uh, buck sh- buckshot? Whatever it is. It's yeah. when you're kill- shooting pigeons or whatever. But he... Uh, uh... It's, it's certainly nothing that you want shot in your face. <laughs> no. Right? <laughs> Right. Uh, so right. actually, that means Dick Cheney's a volume shooter. Right. Yeah. No. Totally. But but the point is like, if he that was an accident and a verifiable All of this one. Is worse than my Robert Kraft joke. <laughs> my Robert Kraft joke was really funny. <laughs> it was pretty good. Diplomatic immunity. All right. Great. Sad to play that. Uh, Justin, uh, surely there are other things happening this week you'd like to people like the people to check out. Uh, what would that be, and where should they go? Yeah, well, you know, of course, if you like politics, you can follow my uh, my, my political podcast, which is Politics, Politics, Politics. We've been doing a lot of other uh, uh, interviews lately, a lot of topic-based interviews that I would encourage everybody to go back into the feed and check out. The two that were most popular in January were an interview with a former Jimmy Kimmel writer uh, talking about why political comedy sucks uh, in the age of Trump. And uh, uh, another one that I think is actually fairly pressing and has only become more pressing as the uh, Ilhan Omar uh, uh, rift in the uh, Democratic House has kind of gotten wider, is uh, an interview I did with a rabbi talking about how to criticize the rules of the road of how to criticize Jewish politicians, Jewish donors, and Jewish advocacy groups and Israeli advocacy groups without being Mm. anti-Semitic. There are specific things that are uh, touchstones to that. It is not a anytime you mention one of these things you're automatically going to be tarred uh, and feathered as anti-Semitic. So uh, I would encourage everybody to go listen to it. It was a very enlightening conversation. Yeah, I, I think people should do that. It's good stuff. You can check that out. And, of course, follow you on uh, Twitter at Justin Robert Young. Uh, we were going to... R. Young. R. Young. Sorry, sorry. R. Young. I was going to mention today the thing with Tucker Carlson, but I want to save it for next week when some of that fallout comes out, whether or not it's even worth talking about. No one will care by next week. No one's going to care. He's not going to get fired. They're not going to fire him. It's just, Should they? No, they're not going to. Fox? There's no, no, no way. No, no, Should Would you? If you ran, if, you, if, if, if it was somebody on the Frog Pants Network that had 10-year-old uh, 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 stuff uh, resurface, would you Would you fire them? If they were bringing in millions of dollars in ad revenue, probably not. Uh, what if they were, what if it was me? 10 years, I, I certainly have stuff 10 years ago that probably, uh, uh, it says things probably worse than, than what he got uh, busted for. No. Would you ban me from the show? You've heard that stuff. There's no way you've said something worse than that. No way. Calling people the C word uh, on the internet? Yeah. Okay. Making off-color jokes? Okay. Uh, we need to reevaluate Drew's contract, actually. Uh, <laughs> the contract, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think I'm the, I'm not the good comparison because we, it's such a mom and pop joint here, but if it was like, if I was a big network like that, there's no way they're going to do it. Here's how they do it. 80% of your advertisers have to boycott that show and then they'll think about doing that. Otherwise they hired him for this. This is what they hired that guy for is controversial. No, they didn't hire him. They didn't hire him for the 10 year old comments he made on Bubba the Love Sponge. (laughs) 
they hire him for the stuff he gets yelled at now for. Right. Like, you're right. Right. If it was, can you believe the segment he did last night? Yes, they hire him for that. They didn't hire him because he was a former guest on Bubba the Love Sponge. You know, I'd never uh, thought, I'd never actually been asked that question, though. If it, let, let's say I find out tomorrow that 10 years ago, Brian Ibbett was, I don't know what you did. You did some terrible freaking thing. Mm-hmm. What would, what would we do? And I, I honestly have never had so to think far. about it because You're I never going to find it, <laughs> but I understand, but I understand the inclination for, for yeah. me personally, and maybe Fox generally for them to go, well, we can't, you know, we're not going to, we can't fire him. He's like one of our best uh, head numbers getters. This show doesn't exist. Like they're. I get that, and I don't like thinking about it because when it's you, gosh dang it, Jerry, you do this to me all the time. You make me think too hard about stuff. <laughs> you rap bastard. All right, he's going away now. All right, he's gone. <laughs> I, don't, I could go on for another 10 hours about that, but I, we got a show to finish. Jerry gonna... makes us go, hmm. Hmm. Raz ears. Hmm. <laughs> Raz ears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as promised, one final mashup, uh, or not final, but one more mashup of me uh, screaming like an idiot. Um, so there's that. Uh, I'm going to play it for you, and uh, we'll see how this goes. I'm trying to decide if I'm playing today because my eye hurts so bad, and I don't want to play a video game. I can't decide. I should... oh, 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 I thought you were like, trying to decide if you're going to play the mashup because your eye hurts. No, no, I'm playing the mashup for sure. <laughs> but whether or not I'm playing further into that game today is a question yeah. i got to decide before then. Anyway, here it is, me playing Outlast 2. This is called Blood Bucket. Enjoy. All right, we're back in. Oh, shit. We're already in. Oh, shit. She just jammed her axe into my crotch. I don't know where to go. You guys, go, go. Get down. Get down. Where is she? I hate it so bad. You're obsessed with my crotch. Freaking gosh dang it, dude. No, she's after me. Oh, shit, monkeys. I haven't found a battery. Shit. Oh, dude. Oh, shit. She's around again. I hate this game. Oh, oh hello. Freaking F this game right in the corn chute. Ugh, <laughs> blood bucket. Ugh, bloody bucket. No one likes a blood bucket. Good hell. Battery. Shit. Potatoes. Get up. Shit. What am I supposed to do? Oh, fart, fart picklers. Run, you butthole! Oh, shit! Pull it! Pull it! Run! <laughs> shit! F you, cactus. Oh, I'm in the school. Shit! Battery! Oh, boy. Oh, what the frick? Did you see that? Not cool, guys. <laughs> ah! What is that? Oh, what was that? <laughs> Yeah, what would Jesus do? None of this. Get away from that. Ah, it's a freaking mud hole now. Put away your camera, dick. You got to keep it together. Battery. Why did that move? Why did it move? <laughs> Here we see someone is banging upon our penis. You need to get that looked at. Battery. You barfed on me. Shit. What? Shit potatoes! What the H is that? <laughs> oh no, you don't! No one's in the shitter. Nothing good going on in that toilet. Oh my lord. Hello. <laughs> I'm Father Slippy Fingers. Yeah, I'm Father McFeely. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Holy shit balls! Ew, ew, oh, oh, oh! Shit. Oh, cactus. Shit, shit. F those guys. F them. <laughs> That's gonna do it. Thank you for joining for, for uh, me for Frog Plants. Plants, pl- pff, I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's such oh, torture that I fart, put myself through. Fart picklers is now my new favorite. Mm. I love shit potatoes, but fart picklers is uh Yep. <laughs> fart picklers is my new favorite. It should be a title. 
Nice job, everyone. And nice job, I guess, oh. capturing all that. Jamie, who is uh, over at TMS Mashups on Twitter and at patreon.com slash TMS Mashups. Oh, all right. If I play later, uh, I'll let you know. I don't know. My eye hurts. I think just playing a video game would be a bad idea. I don't know. What would you do, mm-hmm. Brian? If you had a if you had a viral conjunctivitis, what would you do? Well, I mean, are you <coughs> is the alternative going to be like uh, not watching Netflix, not doing anything, just kind of like sitting there with your eyes closed? Because oh, you're going to be working, right? Or you're yeah. going to be doing other stuff that involves eyes and looking at a screen. So no, it's a good point. You're good. It's a good point. Like I could, you know, I don't know what I'd do. I probably I don't have... think it's going to keep you from doing the doing things uh, with your eyes otherwise. So you might as well just play a video game. I'm just worried about how tense I get and if it'll make it worse if I'm like, no, you yeah, know, well. freaking out and looking at blood buckets. I don't know. Yeah. All right, I'll play. I'm playing. Brian convinced me. Good. If Good. Brian no. did it. I'm playing today. That's it. Noon to two. Can, come on, uh, come blame, on back. Tell Kim she can blame me. Damn, blame me, Kim. Damn blame straight. Me. Blame her. Him. Her. Him. Uh, that's it. Oh, and she's not even here, so I can do whatever I want. I can do what I want. Right. Do what I want. I'm going to get some weird food today. It's going to be great. All right. Uh, we're done with the show. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. If you'd like to find out all our stuff that matters, go to frogpants.com slash TMS. All the ways to uh, find us, link us, uh, social media, all that stuff. And don't forget, your support is what keeps this ship afloat over at patreon.com slash TMS. We will now leave. But before we do, a song from Brian Ibbett. That's right. We got something from Jessica who says, hi guys, today, March 12th is the birthday of your number one fan, Tom Robinson. Uh, I wanted to request a special song for his birthday, your choice, but perhaps something you guys like by Robert Palmer. We'll be seeing you in six weeks in Vegas. So if uh, Robert Palmer covered Viva Las Vegas, that'd be an amazing choice. Uh, He didn't. Mm -hmm. We enjoyed seeing you last year at the meetup and know it'll be just as awesome this year. Cheers guys. And happy birthday to one of my best friends signed Jessica from Kansas. Uh, Well, happy birthday, Tom. I've, um, I had uh, drinks with Tom at BlizzCon this last year. Uh, actually, for the last two years, I've met up with Tom, um, who I believe lives in the area of BlizzCon, and and uh, I had a great time having drinks with him, and mm. some, of course, at Viva TMS Vegas last year. Nice. Uh, he likes Robert Palmer. I didn't know that, but heck, yeah, we got a Robert Palmer cover for him. In 2003, uh, Robert Palmer, who's now passed away, unfortunately, released an album called Drive, and on there it covers a bunch of different artists, including J.B. Lenore's great blues classic, Mama, Talk to Your Daughter. A lot of people have covered this song, Clapton and uh, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan and, and folks like that. Mama, Talk to Your Daughter, covered here by Robert Palmer. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a Wednesday edition of the Morning Stream. Come on back then. Drive. Mama, mama, please talk to your daughter, man.
the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com no stick pam